Hello and welcome to the Just For Gamers video game podcast. Episode 112, That's Not My Mouse. That's Not My Mouse. In this week's episode, we talk Destiny 2. JFG Ash loves it. JFG Alex is fine with it. Mm-hmm. There's a Fonz from Microsoft. And finally, we have a great question from the live stream. <laughs> Sorry, that might have clipped. That's <laughs> fine. Sweet. I love it. Let's go. Oh, yeah, all right, then. Oh, that's not my mouse. That's not my mouse. That's not my mouse. <laughs> they call me keyboard. <laughs> they call me monitor. Ooh. That's not my mouse. That's not my mouse. <laughs> not my... Wow. That's not my mouse. It's not my mouse. Uh, name Classic of the podcast. Yeah. That's, That's not, not my, my mouse. <laughs> Jump down. <laughs> <laughs> they call me tower. <laughs> <laughs> they call me <laughs> flash drive. They call me motherboard. That's not they, my mouth. That's not my mouse. <laughs> that's that's not my mouse. That's not my that's mouse. That's not my mouse. They, no. call, they call me speakers. They call, <laughs> <laughs> they call me microphone. <laughs> uh, and they call me numpad. <laughs> they call me caps lock. <laughs> That's not my mouse. <laughs> That's not my mouse. It's not, it's not my mouse. It's not my mouse. Hello and welcome to the JFG podcast. This is episode 112. <laughs> my name is Alex and I'm joined as ever by my very good friend Ash. And Ash, that's not my mouse. <laughs> that's not my mouse, buddy. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? How you doing? Uh, as always, buddy, I am good on a Wednesday. Sparkling mm-hmm. thoughts give me the hope to go on and they fucking do on. as well. Yep. And on, oh my yep. god, just pissed myself a little bit with laughter. I didn't expect that so soon in the evening. I mean, <laughs> fuck, I don't know what to do now. I was all prepped and ready. And now I'm <laughs> they, just thinking about, that's not my mouse. <laughs> they call me webcam. They call me webcam, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They call me NAS drive. <laughs> they call me nimble. Ooh. Yeah. And they call me floppy disk. They call me ESX Host 6. Oh. <laughs> that's not my mouse. That's not my mouse. Yeah. That's not my mouse. There yeah. you go. I mean, we could just do two hours of <laughs> that's not my mouse and I'd be happy. I think. <laughs> they call me unmanaged switch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Right. What have you been up to? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Cool. Um, I've I've no been treasure hunting, buddy. I went on a treasure hunt. Woke up on Saturday with the kids, and I was like, "Hey, kids, treasure hunt." They were like, "Fuck what? What is this?" My oldest is like, "What are you on about, Dad?" They're like, "How how do you know there's treasure there?" I'm like, "I've got a map." Fucking, and I did. Like two seconds later, got on my phone. 
and I plan to go to this um, country park, Rushcliffe Country Park. Uh, it's outside, or just outside Nottingham. And I, I googled, imaged it, and I was like, fucking sweet, there is an actual pirate map of this place. So I was like, cool. We're going. He's like, fucking sweet, let's do this. So <laughs> I grabbed, um, they've got like a toy pirate chest. I grabbed that, and I grabbed like a bag of sweets, like shitloads of sweets, and shoved the sweets in my pocket. And we followed, walked around the park and did lovely it was a beautiful day lovely and sunny so we had loads of fun at the park anyway and then um i did the whole um oh what's over there in that bush so they ran off and looked in the bush and then at that point i got all the sweets chucked them in this treasure chest and then like hid it behind like a tree and then was like oh did you find it they're like oh no obviously it must be around here somewhere buddy and i was like oh what's, what about that tree and they're like oh shit treasure gullible fuckers buddy that's good dadding there buddy mate it was ace it was well good and also at the same time my wife was having a lie in she was having a sleepy morning you know double dadding I'm all about it I mean double dadding sounds a bit gay (laughs) (laughs) sounds quite gay sounds quite Um, gay it does sound quite gay. I'm sticking with it though. You double dadding. Yeah, I was, you, I was, I was double dadding. Yeah. Two birds. Yeah, two, two dads. Two dads. <laughs> one, one cup. One. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I also went to a place called Planet Bounce, buddy. Guess what they had there? Um, tramampolines. Tramampolines. Give no. me, <laughs> I okay. spent a whole hour tramampolining. Uh, I did. Hell. I did some flips. I was like, "Wow!" I thought I was too old to do this, but I wasn't. I fucking no, flipped the shit out of it. The kids were like, "Whoa, dad!" Triple dadding. Ah, uh, <laughs> the, the trifecta dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, it was my son's birthday party. Uh, so. We went to uh, Planet Bounce, and uh, I made him a sweet-ass Pokemon cake. Uh, so, it seems to be tradition now. Like, every year, I will do some crazy Photoshopping. And this year, obviously, the theme was Pokemon. So, I got all, all the, a load of Pokemon on there. Did it in red and white, the classic Pokemon colors. Half and half. And then I was like, hey, wait. He's well into his Pokemon cards. It was a joint party, him and his best mate. And, um, yeah, I made, like, two Pokemon cards with them in each one. And they were like, holy shit, that's well cool. Like, wow. Yeah. And then, like, I was just like, yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you like it. And then, like, all, like, the kids at the party were just like, whoa, you're a Pokemon card. I'm like, yeah, I did that. Fucking, Fucking so cool. That's, a, that's some, some quadro-dadding Quad, there, buddy. Quadro-dad. <laughs> Quadradad. No, we not quadroon. <laughs> That's some good shit, man. I would love to have got a cake like that when I was a little wee nipper. Exactly, buddy. Having your face on a Pokemon card while you're putting some kind of like stupid pose. I mean, that's yeah. all I ever wanted as a team. That's how it's done. Really is how it's done. <laughs> Gibbons, buddy. Um, for some reason, uh, this weekend also, I, I, I've got the tablet out now. Going back to Tablet Watch, I guess. Tablet Watch. And um, I obviously prepping things for the Holoshade, which is next week, buddy. Crazy, oh. I know. It's come around so quick. I love it. Damn right. Yeah, I remember when it was like several weeks ago, and now it's less than that. It is, time is of the essence, and yeah. it is other phrases as well. Yeah. 
It's a thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So, tablet watch, buddy. Um, I've got a... Um, I think it's a Game Boy Advanced emulator on there. And, uh, yeah, going back to Pokemon. Played some Pokemon Ruby. Um, played six hours of Pokemon Ruby. Oh, shit. He's back in there. I was like, what is this? And the only reason I played it so much was because I, I found out, like, you know how I feel about touch controls on a tablet. I mean, that's how you have to play it, and it's not good. But yeah. I, I found that you could move them. I was like, whoa, this is next level shit. So, yeah, you just go in the settings, and you can move, like, the thumb pad, like, up a bit, and the A and B buttons or whatever up a bit. So I was like, fuck, I can actually hold my tablet like a tablet, and play the game. So it was like oh, wow. Like a Nintendo Switch in a way, you know. Which was great. And that yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, because it's so often the case that it's just unwieldy or yeah, it doesn't like, really fit you, your hand or whatever. Yeah, because like, like normally they put the controls in the bottom corners, which is fine, you, you know, because obviously that's not a, obstructing the screen. But like mine's like a ten inch tablet. I'm like, I can I'm quite happy to just move these up and just have them at the side. And, yeah, it, it it felt a lot more comfortable that way, uh, which was really good. So I don't know if that's a thing that I could do with other games. I uh, I posted a comical picture of Pokemon Ruby in the community this week where I met a guy and he's like, oh, he said two words, two random words. And he was like, oh, is that really cool? I'm like, no, mate. And then he's like, oh, what is really cool? And then there's lo- loads of preset words. And I was like, enjoy heroin. <laughs> I saw that picture. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. Unfortunately, it's not heroin, as in the drugs. They chucks an e on the end, but we got the picture. Yeah, me underwears. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he was like, "Ah, oh, that is really cool." I'm like, "Yeah, it is." And then, like, going around that little town, everyone's like, "Have you heard about enjoy heroin?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking sweet, buddy." It's a new drug. It's called cake. Yeah, enjoy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ah, but unfortunately, buddy, tablet watch has come to a sad end again. Fucking Chinese tablet for the second time has just fucking just been like, nah, I'm dead. Literally. I'll come off it, really? I'm Is not even what, sh- I'm same not Same fault? I don't know. The, I, I think it's the battery again. Yeah. It's just Fuck, like, man. just shat itself. It won't charge. Like, it'll boot up when, whilst on charge, but then... It won't load Android or Windows. I'm, I, I feel like I've just given up now on it. It's like two years old. I've, I've played it for, I don't know. I've used it countless times, and it's been fun. But ah, uh, just I'm gonna rip it to shreds and see what's inside. See what I can do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to get some kind of cheeky replacement battery or something. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, it's gonna be easily. Well, it's out of warranty now with the. Uh, the company and like fucking hats off to that like the the Chinese company that I bought it from because when I sent it back the first time I was like I, I didn't think that anything would come of it I was just like oh fuck it like it's dead I'll send it back and um, yeah the fact that they sent me like a replacement that was just crazy I was like wow that's like literally unheard of with these companies it's very strange. yeah i mean as you say that it's it's different standards isn't it one of the things about buying stuff out from the middle east and that is that it's kind of a bit dodgy a bit untraceable yeah, you're unlike you know you you know you you pay your money you take your choice don't you so exactly you got you got like another year out of it and yeah um, that's the thing i've got to replace and got another year out of it i mean i've i've had like 
Well, like one of my kids' tablets, like uh, I bought uh, like my Milo's first tablet was like a Curio, which is like a kid's dedicated tablet. That thing lasted like 10 months and then it was just like fucking just wouldn't even boot up. I was just like, wow. Luckily, I got it like normally they were like 100 quid, but I got it on like Amazon Black Friday for like 40 quid or something. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. No, that's not so bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, I think it's one of the reasons that the uh, laptop market market is in resurgence. Mm. The fact that like the marketplace was just flooded with with like so shite, many shite, like yeah. shite so many, and people are just sick of it. They're yeah. just like fuck this, man. Like I've got this thing. The battery like yeah, diminishes just, and diminishes. Yeah, it's just not good. Um, but yeah, um, what was I going to say? I, I was looking at like the was it the Google Pixel C, like the ten inch Google tablet? Oh yeah. Looks fucking amazing, but it's like four hundred quid. I'm like, I'm not spending that on a tablet. Fuck yeah. off. It's like Unbelievable. I, I like I mean I mean maybe if I used them like a lot, then yeah, I'd consider it, but I mean yeah, if you're doing like graphic design or something yeah, where you're drawing with a stylus, yeah, then you'd, but, you'd invest. But for fucking web browsing, who's gonna drop that sort of money on exactly, a tablet? Exactly, totally. So um <laughs> Yeah, so I decided to instill install Steam on my MacBook, and I've got uh, Civ Five and XCOM installed. I haven't run them. I'm sure they'll run terribly, and uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes for playing like mobile tablet sitting on the sofa games. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. So yeah, apart from that, buddy, I've been full blown Destiny noshing, <laughs> Destiny Two. Um, Obviously, a lot of news came out this week. We'll hit that up in the news, but uh, I'm very aroused, and uh, yeah, I'm I can't wait to talk about it. I mean, I've listened to two different Destiny podcasts this week, and I watched the entire live stream uh, whilst putting the baby to bed while it was live. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm invested already. Uh, You're I've, the man to fill us in on that, then, buddy. I've, probably, I've, I've forgotten all of it, but I was just like. <laughs> Uh, I've made a few, yeah. Made a few like loose notes, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll, just we'll we'll chuck straight get straight into that once we hit the news. Definitely. Mm. So yeah, buddy. Apart from that, just fucking sweating my tits off right now. Um, I've got another little story, uh, but I'm gonna save it for later because there's it's topical later. Nice. Go. Okay, buddy. Yeah, I too am very hot. Neither of us have bothered closing the windows this evening because we think that a little of our audience. So yeah, I mean, fuck we, those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. I'm in my pants. Actually, um, I mean, I'm glad I can only see your top half. I've strategically placed the webcam for for that purpose. <laughs> I'm worried um, if it switches to your like laptop cam and that's kind of pointed just at full your blown crotch. dong shot. <laughs> yeah, full blown dong. <laughs> Big old starver. That's not my Maybe. mouse. That's not my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> that can happen. Yeah, hopefully it won't. Oh, me too, buddy. Well, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to quickly say it now. Uh, next week's podcast, we're going to try and do something on Monday night uh, because obviously I fly away to destinations on the Tuesday. So it's going to be a live show. So I expect it to be exactly the same as this one, but maybe probably worse and with more coughing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we get on. Uh, it's bank holiday, isn't it, on Monday it as well? It is bank holiday, yes, yeah. buddy. We're, we're fucking knock something out, mate. We love it. I love knocking one out. No, yeah, me too. Cool, buddy. Well, um, do it. <laughs> what, now? Not now. Not now. Okay. 
Not now. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my week uh, out of games. What about yours, buddy? Uh, well, um, yeah, been all about the place, buddy. Uh, friend of the podcast, Paul came down, or Fotpook, as I'm going to start calling friends of the podcast. Okay, it's the correct acronym, Fotpook, Paul. Uh, Fotpook, <laughs> PJ, Fotpook, Mel. You know. Yeah, mate. I don't know if it's going to take off. Came down to my lovely town. We went pub hopping and the like. Uh, just brushed about, really. Had a bit of a time. Um, got some Wingos, buddy. Knock off of Nando's, but they deliver and it's nicer than Nando's and it's cheaper. That's what you want. It's, all of those things are, are pluses, obviously. So <laughs> they definitely we did are. that. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, just had a bit of a time over the weekend, really. Had a bit of a boozy weekend with friends. So um, on the Sunday, we... We went out to some pub called The Laughing Fish. Uh, That's only met- an odd name. Mentioned it because it's a funny name. That's wow. the main reason. There you go. Uh, yeah. Had a little look at the river and uh, there's like a steam railway uh, down there and that. It's a no- nice part of the country, fucking buddy, i got to say. mate. Is that trains? You fucking, you fucking love trains. Love trains. We've got like three different like miniature steam railway lines in this neck why of the woods why was i not informed about that when i mate, came you, down you can have a day with thomas down here it's uh it's fucking hell, mate. genuine thing genuine thing it's uh bonafide so yeah lots of outdoor stuff because it's been really nice weather um i say nice i actually hate it but you know it's <laughs> it's been it's been yeah. really hot and sunny and yeah. uh that means outside really... is intriguing yeah, I just honestly like. I wish it would snow. It's not going to snow though. I don't think so. I mean, yesterday my wife said if it snows, you can get a BJ, and I was like, "Fucking come on, snow!" There come you go. Snow. Yeah. No it joy. It didn't. No, no joy. No joy. Snowing somewhere though, buddy. I gotta say. Oh, I should have said that. I should have got a webcam yeah. up of like Antarctica and be like, "It's fucking snowing." Yeah. Next time, fill your boots. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, just really nice outside. Had a had a dinner dinner picnic. The missus prepared some sort of picnic dinner the other night. We went. Down How to the could park. that be shortened? Picnic dinner is uh, pinner. Dicknick. Dick. 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 Yes. Yes. Yep. That is it. Well done. Dick Nick. Um, yeah. yeah. She she made up some tasty foods. She did a she did a quiche. She did uh, did some fucking wedges and some breaded chicken buddy and uh nice we took a box of wine and popped off down oh, the park nothing better than a box of wine fucking wine in a box box of wine wine in a box box, box of, of wine. wine so there you go that was good shit um i think the two highlights uh of my time since the last pod buddy firstly the rice cooker has arrived holy shit are we have we got anything for the some sort of rice cooker section well i i did my first rice dish yeah um i did the traditional persian rice yeah with cats um, i got it off of a uh website that was translated from german so i knew it must be uh authentic yeah got it yep but yeah no this thing's brilliant you just uh <laughs> it's just got a dial on it with one to four and you uh you just chuck the rice and the water in um and the traditional way of doing it is to put it on one, uh, wait till it's done, and then take the rice out, and then chuck your sort of infusion stuff in, buddy. So a knob of butter, Ooh. perhaps, um, 
and some saffron, a bit of saffron. You want to sort of ground that up and then dilute it a little bit, get some saffron juice. Should uh, um, stick some chicken stock in there, mate. Oh, that's a dangerous game. Oh, it's a beautiful that could thing. Be, could some, be cheeky with a bit some leeks. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about this. I'll get there though. I do will that, get do there. that with some chicken. There's Tasty Persian piece. people stabbing themselves in the faces at the very thought of it. I and hope so. It's <laughs> <laughs> either way. Then you've got like a dial on the front, and it's got uh, colours from like pink to brown, and. Uh, you just choose like how crispy you want the bottom to be, basically, because what it does is it cooks in this non-stick, like coated plastic thing yeah. that's completely heatproof and nothing sticks to it. So at the end of the day, like you put it on like three or four, and then uh, you just leave it for like I don't know twenty minutes or so, and then when it's done, you just put a plate on top and turn the thing upside down, and it just comes out like a perfect pudding, like a perfect cake. That's what you want, rice cake. Yeah, it's got the perfect rice inside, and then the outside is just this like browned, like crispy layer of like rice cake. It's fucking glorious. It's the best rice. Once you've had that, you don't boil that shit ever again. And if anyone offers it to you, you fucking punch them in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I've got some big flat skewers on the way, buddy, so I can do some proper kebabs with it as well. Um, The kebab made from like mince meat, where you like flatten it down. You know, when you see them in the shops, they've got like the little nobbles in them. Yeah, yeah, that's where the dudes like pushed it down with his thumb along the big like flat kebab stick. So loves it. I do that. I do that. Uh, Mm. Worth noting as well that the windows are open and there's people around. uh, Just, just so you know. Finally, buddy, probably, I don't know if it tops the rice cooker, but it's up there. Um, it was, I think you'll remember me saying last podcast, it was Xbox Live free weekend just gone. Um, and I thought, well, a couple of biatches, really. I've got my 360 set up because I've been um, suffering the Mass Effect trilogy for some time now. Have you have um, you actually made any headway with the? Not really, no, no I, I not really. So. I mean, she's nearly she's nearly finished the first one, but I haven't been present for all of it, um, and I haven't enjoyed any of it. So you're not missing um, me. I don't think so. I mean, I will eventually load up the second one, um, and we'll see how we go there. But yeah, no, the first one can absolutely die in a fire. Frankly, <laughs> it's just terrible combat, terrible acting, terrible story, controls shit. I just don't see the redeeming features. You see, I played that game when I had little or nothing to do in my life. So that's why I think I played it all the way. Oh, maybe it was all right at the time. Maybe it stood up fine. Um, I really can't detach myself from that time period, to be honest. So I, I can't really remember what games were like when that one came out. So normally I'm all right at doing that, but this is just its just bad. It's just a bad game. Maybe it was decent at the time, but... I'm sorry, it's not a good game. <laughs> I think a lot of Mass Effect fans would probably agree, to be honest. Like, it's it's got so much so much wrong with it. I mean, you spend half your time scudding about in a terribly unwieldy vehicle it's on planets amazing. of nothing. It is not Of just amazing. nothing. And then you eventually go inside little bases that all look the same, and it's just a corridor shooter with shit cover mechanics and terrible shooting. So, there you go. Yeah. Not great. But... No. 
Uh, I did play on Xbox Live, and the birth of game night for us, buddy, of course, was when uh, myself and uh, Fodpook Paul uh, yes. used to used to play Project Gotham uh, and a bit of Vegas and stuff at his house back in the day. Like we're talking ten years ago. Yeah, um, and and a bit, I'd say, maybe. So, uh, so I thought, fucking, why don't we do that then? So uh, we did, buddy, and I will talk about that shortly. Ooh. Can't wait, buddy. I'm sure it's going to be electric. <laughs> Givens, sweet as the proverbial. So yeah, that's my week. That's your week. Uh, we should probably go and talk about what we've been playing. Givens. Do you want to kick things off, Biznitch? Yeah, sure, buddy. Uh, so yeah, Pokemon Ruby on Game Boy Advance emulator. Not much to say. It's fucking Pokemon runs really well on... Uh, I think my, the emulator on Android is called My Boy. I think that's the one I've got. Okay. And yeah, runs really well. Um, yeah, fucking six hours. What? Did I, I got two gym badges. I don't know why. I don't. Why did I start doing it? I just sat there. I was like, this is this is quite fun. Just lying on the sofa, like while telly's on. I was just like, fuck it. Play some Pokemon. It's weird. <laughs> like I don't know what I even what I was thinking. I just just went for it. It was, it was crazy. Uh, Maybe that's kind of the beauty of it, though. Yeah, I just think like so. Chilling out, not I'm, worrying. I'm kind of pissed now because obviously I can't get that save file because my tablet is dead. That's gay. Not cool. <sighs> Did not even turn on when it's plugged in the tablet. It's just dead, dead. Yeah, it turns on, but then Android doesn't load. So I'm guessing something's corrupted when like the battery died or something. And yeah, it's just it's a motherfucker. I don't know. Um, you might be able to access the folders on the storage by like plugging it into a PC, and it won't like turn on when it's plugged into a PC. It won't connect. It's I don't know. It's mental. Fucking at yeah. every turn, bastard. Yeah, I know. Seriously, like I'm, <laughs> I'm racking. Like I think the one way I might be able to get in there is by buying a special like on the go charger where you can plug USB shit into it. I don't know, but I mm. I, I, I just don't know. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see with that. Um, so yeah, Pokemon Ruby, yeah, it's nice because it's in colour, buddy. Remind, it was a bit better than the old uh, Game Boy um, version that I played, the old uh, blue and red and yellow back in the far back in the day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, apart from that, buddy, uh, I have played some GTA Five single player. I don't know why. Fuck. Um, okay. I I was sitting there looking at the store, thinking I want to play something, but I don't want to like invest myself into anything like too big. Um, because I only wanted to play for like an hour and a half or so. So I booted up GTA Five for God knows whatever reason, and realised that I had like eight hundred million in dollars or maybe more <laughs> Shit, in okay. like each of the single player characters because i did the the whole thing of like playing the stock market when oh yeah of course you're yeah. meant to um so i went round and bought uh everything because <laughs> uh, i'd finished the game obviously uh but well, all, I, all the property in that yeah i bought all the properties i was like fuck it might as well spend this money is just sitting there doing nothing um bought all the properties um pimped up some cars and i was like cool they're gone for good now that was a waste of money that that really kind of annoys me about the single player gta uh, 5 uh it's great 
online because anything you do to your car, like it gets saved and it's always in your garage. But obviously in the single player game, you have to drive it back to your garage and save it there every time. And if it yeah. blows up, it's gone. So like, it just stopped me buying like custom parts for cars and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I I, I never bothered annoying. for exactly the same reason. And, and yeah, I, I, like that's just. I don't see why they would do that in the single player. It's stupid. I guess they went for... They probably made a, a decision to go for sort of realism in a way, but I think that the the GTA Online kind of proved that it was a far more elegant solution to have uh, yep. f- certainly insurance opportunities. Yes. I like the idea that you that, can that buy insurance. That makes sense because, yeah, fuck it. If, if I've blown up my car or if it gets blown up, yeah, I'll, I'll pay an excess to get it back. That's fine. I'm not fussed with that. But, yeah, it, it, just, it just completely stopped me from doing that. But... Um, one of the I bought a um, uh, custom car shop Los Santos Customs is it I can't remember what it's called now uh, and yeah when you buy it then you can just take cars there and get everything for free I was like oh cool I'll just do that oh nice I didn't oh, even know that unfortunately it's all the way up the top of the map <laughs> which yeah. is fucking stupid why can't yeah. I buy the one in the centre of town where I'm going to be <laughs> most of the time yes, yes there is that there is Probably. that um, but yeah, <clears throat> uh, obviously, um, there's like no more missions, really like proper missions for me to do. But um, whilst driving around like an idiot, uh, I did a couple of races, um, which was fun. Uh, but yeah, some some guys like tied to a lamppost and I was like, oh, he needs my help. So I stopped off, picked him up and he's like, oh, I'm on my stag do and all this shit. Uh, so I had to drive him, get a car, then drive him, pick up his like best man and stuff. I was like, that's really cool that this game has still got shit that I haven't seen. Yeah, um, especially seeing as you bought the game twice. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, it, it's just a credit to that game, really, and how awesome it is. Um, yeah, GTA Five buddies. Yeah, if you haven't got it, like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, it's been in the charts since the PS4 launched, I think. Or- exactly incredible amount of time yeah i I mean i I started a new campaign on that a little while ago and and kind of just other things came out i think but i've always thought i would go back through it again it's uh it's just a classic like genuinely a classic yeah it really is game one of the games of all time i think definitely yep so buddy apart from that it's just games that we have played together for me so uh you've got quite the list so uh what what you've been playing buddy I've been busy, man. I've been busy. Let's kick things off with Xbox Live because uh, I was really excited um, to go back to a couple of games that basically was our bread and butter when we first started playing games online together. Um, And they were Rainbow Six Vegas 2 and Project Gotham Racing 4, which... God knows how many hours I've played of those over the years. But fuck me... Uh, just fantastic and i was so excited to to load them up again and and really excited to do it with with fod puck paul because like he was there at the very beginning <laughs> yeah. um we used to play project gotham we'd have an open uh, open room with uh there was no party chat at the time so we had game chat and people would come in and people would Fucking come in and play with us weekly chat, man 
Game Pe- check. People would come and play with us weekly. If you were a dickhead, then you got kicked, and people soon learned that. And we had some absolutely amazing races. To be honest, the sort of clean and exciting and close racing that I don't know if, if I've ever enjoyed on any other platform or any other game. Because, uh, as as you'll you'll see from a little bit later on in my list of games, is is very very hard to come by. Uh, good online racing where there isn't at least one fuckwit who just wipes everyone out keeps crashing into people parks on the start line winner people are fucking dickheads and uh yeah with gotham we had sort of control over the lobby and we kind of fashioned a bit of a community back in the day um so yeah anyway enough of that more on to now uh, I loaded up Gotham. Uh, I have played it kind of vaguely recently, but I hadn't played it online because obviously you need live and I wasn't going to pay for it to just try it out again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we, we loaded it up. We played some races. We played some split screen. And then we thought, okay, let's go online to see if anyone is playing this game. Um, and we did a search and there were no lobbies, no one to play with. Oh, so we yeah. made we made a lobby. Uh, and we played as though we were just playing offline split screen, but yeah. had an online lobby available to join. And lo and behold, motherfucker, people started joining that lobby. And uh, <laughs> we had we had five or six people in there in the end. And That's we had crazy. some fucking fantastic races. Now, I don't know if people still play Gotham regularly or if it was the Xbox Live weekend that that did it yeah, the fact that it was free it kind of thing, yeah. but uh, I, I was very pleased and I've got to say and you know I think I've probably played almost every AAA racing game since Gotham came out because we just get all of them don't we because I'm a bit obsessed with it Indeed, that game still holds up honestly <laughs> honestly it still holds up it's still a fantastic game um it's it's got a, such an amazing collection of vehicles and tracks like the diversity there is is second to none it's so beautifully presented there's so many different modes and options um i, I still I, it doesn't look bad like it's an old fucking game it doesn't look bad it plays great and we used to be very very good at this game and we're nowhere near as good as that anymore but <laughs> but i got back in my old mercedes slk gtr and paul got in his old caparo t1 um and we did start getting a feel for it again and we started getting pretty decent around the old ghost sword and the nurburgring buddy i mean that was always a favorite of mine that the ghost sword that yeah track, those yeah, those quebec tracks as well really really good macau um and just a, a fantastic selection of cars um it was so it was so enjoyable that it made me want to pay for life so that i can jump on there every now and again and and play some racing it was it, it was just great um it didn't feel like retro gaming because i just feel like that game was such a masterpiece that it's 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 aged like a fine wine buddy and um yeah it's just really, really good. Uh, it's a shame that you haven't got your console anymore because... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely would have jumped on if I had one. But but it'd, it'd be great to do a retro game night at some point and go back and play some of the stuff that we used to play. Um, maybe we'll keep an eye out for a console you know, for you that goes right down in price. You can pick up for like 40 quid or something. That'd be yeah, that's good. the thing. It's just a case of keeping an eye out and see if anything pops up, Yeah, which would be cool. Gibbons gibbons it will happen uh, so the other one of course uh rainbow six vegas 2 um 
I, I played this one solo on, on the Sunday as the free weekend continued. Um, I did a little bit of terrorist hunting, buddy, but it's not much fun with the AI, if I'm honest. You can lone wolf it, of course, but that game always used to kind of cheat by you'd go around a corner and then it'd put a terrorist in the room you'd just left kind of thing, which Standard. meant that it was far better when you were playing um, with friends. So I thought, okay, well, what about versus mode? Uh, and I went into player match and there was nothing in there and I couldn't really remember if that's where we went or if we went into ranked. Anyway, I went into the, uh, the the lobbies and I did a search and just for shits and giggles, I, d- I did a filtered search for attack and defend on the villa, expecting nothing to nothing come up. Nothing to turn up, yeah, like, totally, yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if anyone was playing that game, but for for there to be multiple lobbies of the attack and defend on the villa would be utterly ridiculous and there were buddy there were three different <laughs> lobbies for attack and defend on villa amazing. All, with, all with people in them i joined a full room like i made up the last number in a full room and we played attack and defend and it was fucking fantastic like i i was shy of course like i was like a proper noob and yeah. i was kind of embarrassed because i'm like a like a level 25 elite or something on that game from all the hundreds of hours we played it. But yeah. um, all the same tactics still worked out. Like I I remembered after about, I don't know, like after about 15, 20 minutes, I was like, oh shit, yeah, no, I always used to run underneath the wooden decking and go up into the kitchen because then you can't be seen out of the windows and it's too dangerous to go through the garage. Yeah, And then I was the like... One. And then I went, and then I used to run through their spawn point with the jacuzzi in it because they'd all just spawned and no one was probably dead yet, so it was the safest way to go. Uh, <laughs> and then I'd go up the, the stairs and I'd put my C4 down and fucking park the bus, buddy. And uh, yeah, normally, like back in the day, this would have like massively annoyed the shit out of me, but I came out of the master bedroom and was gunned down from some little fucker looking through the skylight on the roof and, and, and instead of being annoyed by that I was like yes tip of the cap sir <laughs> good shit <laughs> that's what you want but yeah man fucking great great game uh, it, it looks exactly the same like it hasn't aged because yeah. it always looked shit <laughs> and it still looks shit <laughs> it's a bad looking game it always was um, not great but yeah, um, just such a, a pleasurable afternoon playing these old games that we pumped all those hours into all those years ago. It's just fantastic. Yeah, Highly man. recommend it. It's a shame that I missed out. I think. There's, yeah, I mean, there's still there's still time to do it. I mean, if if Gotham was backwards compatible, then I I would I would have pushed the X Bone argument a little bit harder. I think. Yeah. Um, maybe pick up a slim as a compromise so that you've got that 4K player for if you get a telly or whatever. But yeah, that could have done with being backwards compatible. I mean, obviously, there's no studio there to to do that work anymore. But they could have got someone in to do it. I think. I would have thought so. Mm. So anyway, we'll move on because I've been rambling for some time. Um, I've put Overwatch on my list, but I played like two matches of it, so it's not really worth talking about. Uh, but I did enjoy that. We were going to play it on co-op game night, but yeah. um, 
despite the fact that it was quite prominently placed in like the, the first 10 games on my media bar, uh, I loaded the game up and as fucking PlayStation so often does, it just went, oh, uh, update file added to downloads. And it was like 10 gig. So it was, that was the end of that. Yeah, fucking it was. Unfortunately. Just dumb, man. Why does it do that? The, the, the worst possible time for it to download an update is when you launch the fucking yeah, software. Yeah, exactly. Why, why do that then? It's so I dumb. don't understand. I do not get it. I don't know, buddy. Clown shoes. It's the whole point of having a console that's in a standby mode and fucking connected to the internet is, you know, what other reason is there other than the fact that it updates itself on the fly? There, There is no... Reason? It's bullshit. I don't know. Uh, so I also played uh, that Marvel thing. It, oh, it the appe- one that I sent to your console. It appeared on my console. Yeah, I was my like, bad. What is this? Yeah, well. Ba- bafflingly, my console was was switched off. And uh, so I don't know where, exactly when it downloaded. I um, think maybe the missus was watching telly in the morning or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Possibly. Possibly. Have you played it? No, not yet. I haven't had a chance. What, okay. what is it? Is it, is it uh, like an isometric thing, isn't it, or something? Yeah, know. it's... Um, well, I don't know what it's going to be like in terms of online stuff. It was... The, the beta is like a, a career mode thing. Okay. But, but yeah, it's, it's sort of uh, isometric top-down. Um, you've got... You've got the the attacks and stuff on the the buttons like sort of magicka style where you've got different powers attached to different things uh it looks pretty free to pay to play in that you've got like the characters to unlock but you have to buy them and stuff like i'm just watching um, some gameplay of it now i'm i'm not that impressed no it's pretty (laughs) pretty rudimentary to be honest and it, it doesn't look great and it doesn't and and I played through the intro, which is like the first mission, and it's got a bit of a tutorial and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it loads you into a hub world with a load of other people, and the frame rate just dives. It shits itself, yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah just it's absolutely... like them it's, hub worlds. It's in beta, so, you know, fair enough or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's not very impressive at all. It might be worth us firing it up just to give it a go because it's got co-op. Um, yeah, yeah. But other than that, yeah, probably not worth it. <laughs> uh, so finally, uh, GT Sport, I'm still playing. The beta's still on. I don't know why it's still on. I still can't talk about it, which is stupid because there's hundreds of videos of it out and previews yeah. and printed it's stuff. So dumb. It's fucking everywhere. So it's really stupid that I can't talk about yeah. it. Um, but I'm still playing it. So make that what you will. Um, and Project Cars is the other one that I played, buddy. Except I played it online. I played I played what? Project Cars online with uh, other with, people, with other people, and people equals shit, buddy. As Slim not always say. Um, yes. Just honestly, like I had a couple of good races, but there was always a douchebag in there without fail. Someone who Love spins it. people on the line. Uh, the first three online races I played, there was someone on the grid who didn't break for the first bend and just piled into everyone. Yeah. Um, you think by now that 
like people would have just fucked off. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the motive is there to still be on there. And, and, and you can tell, like, the people who really want to enjoy the game have just had to relent and make it no, non-contact. So it's just ghost car type stuff. But that's nowhere near as fun. Like, in one of the races that I played, we played around the, the Alton Park uh, International Track in, like, GT4 cars. And yeah. they're, they're kind of... The GT3s are your easiest car to drive. The GT4s are slower, but sort of slidier as well. So it's quite a good challenge. I had a fucking fantastic ding-dong battle with this guy. Yeah. Uh, it was genuinely really, really good. Um, but that was after there were five or six stupid collisions at the start. And by the end of that race... Uh, despite the fact that we were fifth and sixth out of a, a grid of fifteen, we finished first and second. Every every other fucker quit out of that game. It's Brilliant. just just impossible to get a good race. It seems uh, I made a lobby in the end and controlled it myself for a bit, but it didn't fill up very quickly and people didn't stick around. So it's disappointing. It's such a great game, and I love the idea of playing like exciting competitive racing with people online but it just seems like an impossibility man the world's just got too many cunts in it it seems it does seem that way buddy unfortunately but you know like like you say slipknot said it best they did uh, people equal shit yeah yeah and uh yeah what can you say Uh, what i can say about gt sport is that the races i've played on gt sport people haven't been cunts but whether that's because it's a beta and people are like testing it and the people who signed up for the beta are like they're gonna be hardcore into it kind of thing yeah as soon as the public get the hold of that shit then it probably all go tits up but um anyway so yeah anyway that's me buddy quite a lot of stuff actually sorry for waffling on quite the pack yeah few bits and bobs uh, so other than that uh we've played a couple of things together let's dismiss one of them instantly we finally played raiders of the broken planet and it is wank oh it's terrible the just the controls were bad everything was bad it was bad it's got some interesting ideas um it the bad. the the 4v1 things is not like a sort of evolved thing it's um you're a team doing oh, a mission four. but it'll chuck one like rogue agent in with the AI who's a human controlled player yes. who's like super powerful and they uh, they're basically there to kind of piss on your chips so that uh, that's an interesting concept graphically it looks quite nice and I think the the menus and everything quite nicely put together but fuck me just play shit man and that's all yeah, that matters that's, isn't that's it that's the thing isn't it like it might look all nice and like that's from the videos I was like oh yeah this this could be quite good like visually it's it's a nice game but just those controls just didn't feel right um I was trying to do like melee attacks and stuff like that because it seemed like as soon as I pop out of any kind of cover I was downed instantly and yeah yeah I, I, I don't know there's obviously something behind it where I had to learn how to play the game properly and uh I'm not going to give it that chance buddy because I didn't enjoy it no, and and on top of all of that, you know the, the 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 main menu loads up. You can see immediately. You can see uh, a UI with three different currencies on it, and Standard. You know, character buying, and and like who can Everything. be fucked? We got so many games now. We yeah, don't even man. need to. I don't need that kind of thing. It's, in my it's life. nice to dip in and and be like, okay, yeah, fuck off, kind of thing. Yeah, but you know why would why would you play that? I don't know. I mean. I couldn't get connected either, and I won't bash it for that because 
it, nah, it's, it's a base. It's a test. going to be yeah, exactly. There's going to be connection issues, but yeah. I, I, I spammed it. I tried on three separate occasions over the weekend, and the time that you happened to be online on Sunday mm. morning when I was giving it a go, that was the first time it had worked. I tried twice on Saturday to get a game. And also um, the last. Yeah, and the last. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll dismiss that, I think, and move on to our, our newly founded co-op night, courtesy yeah. of old, old Funkamo, buddy. He's done um, well. And we played some Snap Map, didn't we? Old Doom Snip Map. Yeah, after about an hour of loading into the game. Oh, God, yeah. Go through like six loading screens. It's crazy. It was just ridiculous. And then we had to go through the whole hassle of working out how to even start one of these Snap Mac games. It's weirdly difficult. Yeah, it was very confusing. And yeah, um, in the end, it was okay because we got into a couple of them that were fine. a lot of people obviously put in a lot of time in these snap maps, but unfortunately for me, they're just, they're not very fun, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a problem. I, I i haven't tried making anything on there myself, but judging by the content after the game's been out for over a year, um, it's probably not that easy. And also, it probably is fairly limiting. Because Yeah, the, for me, this- it just seemed a lot of like death rooms. Uh, yeah, together, yeah, and that was it. it was, you know, lots of different horde modes. Um, yes, but that meant that occasionally, when we found one that where someone had attempted a bit of a story or something a little bit different, it did make it a bit more interesting. Yeah, um, adding that second layer of what's going on uh, in the game, which was cool, uh, and you, you can clearly tell the difference to between people that are creative using these tools and people that are are just. Pretty much, well, they they might be good level designers, but you know they can't. That's that's pretty much all they can do. They can't think further than that. Unfortunately, they can't use the tools to the full potential. Yeah, that's absolutely right, man. And um, and it meant that when we finally found someone with a bit of imagination, it was quite a treat. And uh, <laughs> we were playing a, a series of levels created. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Funk followed him on Twitter, so we know when you put <laughs> new maps up. <sighs> Fucking. He wants to be a YouTuber as well, buddy. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. No, he, he's he's made these this selection of uh, sort of story driven up to four player co op maps. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking called, of the other guy called like Sorry. a thousand doors. Was it? Oh yeah, no, that is that guy. Yeah. So um, pretty much, it's a, a door after a door after a door, uh, and there's so many levels, and in each one, it's like a different puzzle or something. Um, they start off obviously really quite basic and things like that, and then. They'll have questions about Doom itself, and then it'll have, like, hidden keys elsewhere. But then it started getting a bit more adventurous with, like, teleporting us to various places and things like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was different. It was very different and very interesting. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I liked about it. Yeah, it didn't all like work perfectly, but it's, you know, it's a guy modding the game via an in-game fucking console. Yes, game creator tool like that's absolutely fine and i think we will i I actually do want to go back and play the rest of those because i i was really enjoying it even though it's an oppressively long load to get in it really really fucking it's crazy (laughs) i can't believe how and the worst of it is like you were loading in like counting down like the loading time and um before that i unfortunately had loaded into multiplayer which i had to uh unload and then load into Snap Map. Snap ah, Map. It was just terrible. Can't happen. 
crazy. Like, why? I don't know. It just is, isn't it? That's what it is. That's what a lot of content is. there. It yeah. takes, takes its toll. Yeah, I guess so. Nuts. Fucking nuts. So that's about it, buddy, really, for games, I'd say. Nothing, nothing Bumper. else. Bumper, uh, I, I haven't played any more Mass Effect Andromeda, mainly because I can't be asked. But at one point, I'll go around and play it, I guess, at some point, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe never again. Yeah, maybe never again. Who knows? We'll see. We'll it's have to, to wait tell. and see. Yeah, it is. Well, okay, we'll move on. We will move on. Uh, there are exciting things to discuss going forward, buddy, so uh, let's do that. And now it's time for the news. The news. The news. The news. The news. Fucking news. Number one. Number Wang. Number Wang, buddy. Um, number Wang is Destiny Woo! 2. Now, Destiny 2. All right. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just, like, absolutely rub your pole for ten minutes or so? Or do you want me to sort of interject with smatterings of notes that I've made? Let's talk about the shitness first. Okay. I mean, 30 frames on consoles. That's bad. 30 frames on consoles uh, sucks. Actually. It's really bad because, like, I watched um, <laughs> fan favorite and our, one of our favorites, old Digital Foundry on YouTube, and they did, like, a kind of, like, a mock thing of how it would look if it ran at 60. Obviously, on the PC, this is it's going to have an a uncapped frame rate, which is, you know, fine. Like, if you've got, like, a, a, a beast of a PC, fucking, I'm jealous. Um, but yeah, that thing looked so much better at 60 because there's twice as many frames per second, buddy. I think it's poor that it's not running at that. Um, the, they've come out with a selection of, of reasons why, um, I'm not sure that I, that I'm not sure you can say whether you buy those excuses until the game launches and we work out the sort of scope of it. I mean, they may, uh, I would rather they make sacrifices to hit 60. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather it looked worse and ran at 60 because it's a shooter. And I know that, you know, it's more important in a multiplayer only shooter, but we really are at the stage now. I'm sorry, but it can't, it can't run at 30 into like 2017. And, and for, for it to also be capped at 30 on the pro. Like I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like there, there should be more than enough beans there. You can't tell me that a mid-range PC isn't going to be able to run this thing at sixty with a bit of meddling with the texture quality and stuff. Well, that's the thing. Like they, they came out and said that um, the GPU in these consoles are great. Like that's why our game can look so good. But it's the CPU that's the thing that's limiting them. With all the AI and um, like collisions and things like that, and yeah. Uh, but uh, I was reading something earlier um, by oh, I where was it? Yeah, I'll just try and find it now. Here we go. Um, it's it, it's pretty much saying like uh, this veteran network programmer. I think he works for like Sony or something. I'm trying to find out where it says it. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he said like um, obviously this game. Another bad thing. It's not. It hasn't got dedicated servers, which 
it's bad. Yeah, it's really not bad. great. Yeah, um, and it's saying that if it did have dedicated servers, it could offload some of the physics and AI calculations to the server, allowing the console to boost up frames per second. So maybe if it did have dedicated servers, we could be looking at sixty frames per second with this game. Which, yeah, like looking at that video, like it looks fucking so much better at 60. I mean, you like, it's like the driving games, like, um, like Drive Club, that runs at 30. And you, you, you switch from, um, well, like Project Cars or like F1 and then go to Drive Club and you're like, oh, what's this? Like, uh, actually, the, the biggest one was, um, what was it? Fucking Rainbow Six, um, Siege. Wasn't it like the online was 60, but the terrorist hunt was 30 or something That's right. Online terrorist hunt runs at 30 frames. Yeah, crazy. You switch over to competitive play, and it's genuinely like playing a different game. Yeah, crazy. So you switch back to the 30, and it just hurts your fucking face. Like, so, so, so like, these comparisons, like, if you want to see a comparison, you could just go on YouTube, or, like, there's, like, GIFs and everything out there showing you different frames per second, and... And yeah, you 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 can easily notice the difference between sixty and thirty. And I think the next interesting question is is I know that they don't want to talk about the Xbox because they've got you know all these deals with yeah with Sony Sony yeah. But what is this capped at thirty on the Scorpio? I don't know. They they haven't said anything about the Scorpio. Um, There's no excuse that 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 system. With those specs, there is no excuse for Destiny 2 not to run at 60 on that console. Well, I, I don't know. Like, with the PS4 Pro, they're like, yeah, it's 4K, but it's locked at 60, so it, it looks really nice, but still it's locked at... Um, did I say 60? I mean 30. Yeah, 30, yeah. Did, yeah, sorry. Um, so maybe that's the same with the Scorpio but I don't know um, that the would only be thing ridiculous. That I, I can hope is that like the PS4 Pro is going to get a bit more attention now that the Scorpio is coming out because obviously everyone's going to be specking their games for the Scorpio which is a powerful console uh, hopefully that's going to filter down to the up. PS4 yeah for the PS4 yeah, Pro why because not? like literally that thing has I don't know I, I'm questioning if I should fucking sell it because I still got my old PS4 I mean get rid of the Pro and then I don't know I mean but you couldn't I, have predicted the, the lack of support I know and, right and I was and, always and, saying after all this time I was saying you know I'm really worried that things are going to run badly on the normal PS4 and, yeah. and it's been the absolute opposite it's because the there's opposite, totally. like 65 yeah. million normal PS4s out there and no one's got a Pro so they're just it's, not it's, bothering it's going to be interesting what they say at E3 about the PS4 Pro yeah it I is think, or if they say anything at all I think that might be worse if they don't say anything if they that'd don't be address, very Vita like, the issues of yeah exactly totally and I, I think if they don't say anything at E3 then I think I might have to get rid of it and then I don't know maybe pick up a like an Xbox One <laughs> who knows well I mean you, you, see? you get plenty for it if you sell yeah, it yeah yeah like they're still going for like 300 quid on eBay and I only bought mine for like 300 quid so like I wouldn't have lost anything even if I set it for like 250 I'm fine with that to be honest yeah absolutely okay but anyway well. that that's getting away from Destiny and we've we've slated Destiny um pretty badly uh, so far, I mean, can you can you think of anything, any other bad points that have come up about Destiny Two? Um, no, not not really. I mean, we'll I'll talk about how I how I kind of feel about it once we've mm. discussed all the good shit as well. But yeah, basically, the, the the two biggest 
disappointing things from a technical standpoint are, as you say, the 30 frames locking on console um, and the lack of dedicated servers. I mean, I just yeah. I don't understand that either. That on a, on a game like this, I just don't understand. But um, crazy. But for for every negative, there's massive fucking positives. Absolutely yeah. huge positives. And uh, fill your boots, buddy, because there's loads of cool shit. Well, it's fucking Destiny 2. Wicked, buddy. Um, I mean, that, I'm excited for it. Um, it looks like there's a fucking shit load of um, story content in here. They, they've got rid of, like, what are your notes? It's like they, they've got rid of the Grimoire cards, which is, like, the best thing that they could have done. <laughs> Thank which God means, for that. Yeah, I know, seriously. So it means, like, the, the entire story has to be on screen. And they've said, like, it's got, like, the most cinematics they've ever done. Um, like fucking loads of shit going on, really, which is good. Um, it, it looks like there's um, you get to play with like AI characters like a bit more as well. So obviously there's going to be like more to and fro. Yeah, um, with better them dialogue. More interacting. Yeah, exactly. A bit and more, more attachment to them as well if you're fighting alongside them. You exactly. Know. Yeah, which is good. Like even if it's not, maybe maybe it's just for that 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 intro level because that, that's pretty much all I've seen. I've seen. Um, so they they they've introduced like their first strike, um, which I'm I'm trying to avoid a lot of like gameplay footage because I don't want any of it ruined for me. But what I have seen, I've seen like a tiny bit of the strike. Um, I've seen some of the new online multiplayer, which looks cool. We'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, and the, pretty much that first mission, it looks like um, when when the fucking shit hits the fan and you've got to try and save it and you from that gameplay footage it looks really nice um they've they've upped it a bit you know graphically it does look better they it looks a lot more cinematic like a lot of oh look at that it's falling from the sky and things like that which is cool like uh it, it's already always had really nice like um particle effects and things like that and th- it looks like they've upped that and yeah, the guns look fucking cool once they do, again. They do. Um, they look weighty and meaty like the yeah, old ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, the lighting model's clearly updated it. as well, and that kind of adds extra effects and that to the weapons, which makes a big difference. Um, they they came out and said there's four planets. I, sure, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, like Earth, um, there's like New Europe Zone or Dead Europe Zone. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but apparently that's going to be the largest level. Uh, they said that it's like uh, roughly twice the size of any map that they've made so far. So I guess that's a good indication that it's a bigger game. Well, it depends on how many people are on each patrol mission. Exactly. And that sort of thing. Um, I, I don't know how um, that is working. I don't think they've come out and said anything about that. But they have said that there's going to be like random people you can meet that give you missions out and about on these planets, which is cool. So kind of like you know your rpgs there random chap standing by fire can you get me like three heads off that dude of, of those dudes or whatever there's going to be fetch quests and shit in there which is fine uh, well there needs to be on a game shit. like this but yeah, the, exactly. the biggest problem i had with the planets on the old game were that they just felt empty completely empty yep, of that's the problem is everything and yep, uh making sparse. them double the size is is only going to make that worse if they haven't populated them better yep. and have more human players in there interacting with you well like um in the, in the europe zone whatever it's called i can't remember um there is like a like 
a habitat area or like a colony. So I, I guess you can go there and meet stuff, but then I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be sparse lands around it. But um, they said that there's like like loot caves. I can't remember what they actually called it, but um, yeah, it's secret hidey holes where you can go loot in where there'll be like a boss battle and super loot at the <laughs> end of it and things like that. That sounds cool. Yeah, exactly. Like a raid kind of thing, but not like the raid that Destiny was. Like, um, not like the old raids or whatever. It's just within, you know, the the lands, and you can go and visit it and stuff like that, which is cool. Absolutely. Um, And it'll make things smoother, won't it? And uh, that's another thing that I like the sound of is that uh, you haven't got to keep pinging up to orbit and then pinging down to somewhere else. I was going to get onto that, which is which is way so much better. Yeah, um, if they, there is a way to like manage like your inventory as well, like store it and shit like that, like a bit better, uh, whilst not not having to go back to orbit and wherever it is, like to hand in your bounties and things like that, that would be nice. Or to go and see Cryptard. Yeah, uh, uh, Cryptard, our favorite crypt. What were they called? I can't even remember. What they were. Cryptograph. Like, just, there you go. I just just got so used to calling him like Cryptard. um clans are in the game so yeah when it loads and you have bought it obviously because i've sold it to everyone um so i'm a massive douche yeah (laughs) come and come and join the jfg podcast clan we'll be on there it's fucking we'll clan it up and we got um four man fire teams now rather than three is that right uh, single player, I think it's three man fire teams, and then online multiplayer, it's four on four, I think. Oh, so still three for the missions. Yeah, I right. think so. I'm going to Google it now. Yeah, I might have got the ring end of the stick there. Um, yeah, so that was one of the big things, like, for multiplayer. Um, they said... Max players in fire team is four. What's this? Um, yeah, uh, everything in multiplayer is now four v four. It used to be six v six, I believe. Yes. Um, so they they've narrowed it down. So like any of like the extra stuff, like the trials of Osiris, which is like you know that thing where you compete against other people and get shit. Um, that's all four v four. Um, I think that sound. I prefer that. I like the smaller skirmishes. Um, yeah, I think so. Six v six felt a little bit hectic. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, Gears has shown how good like four v four sort of stuff can be. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it should be a lot better. Um, the the new game mode, I can't remember, is it Colossal or something like that? It, which is pretty much a standard attack and defend. Um, there's a couple of bombs on the map. You go and activate or defuse them uh, to win, or you completely wipe out the other team, which sounds right up our alley, buddy, because we love a bit of attack and defend. Absolutely. Yeah, I I am looking forward to that because uh, I, I did try to get into the uh, the online on the old game and without much joy, but I always liked the idea of it because the shooting has always felt so good, and I'm sure it will here as well. Hmm, Gibbons, buddy. Um, where else is there? Um, we will finally be able to do all the content, hopefully, without having to fuck about in stupid out-of-game apps and stuff like that. So they've introduced a new thing, which, once again, 
I don't know what it's called. I haven't written any notes about it. Who cares this. what it's called? We know about exactly. it. That's what matters. Exactly. Uh, it's uh, a thing where, like, if you're playing on your own or with, like, a small group of people and you want to do the, the strike, which is normally it's a six-man um, thing, uh, what you can do, you can ask any clans that are planning to do that strike. You can be like, hey, I I, I want to do the strike. Can I join you guys? And if they've got room and they read your little profile and think yeah you're the man for us or woman or either or I mean and, uh, whatever like your boat buddy well, I don't mind androgynous mammal and yeah if that's who you are then um, yeah come on in let's go and do it so yeah um, I think they came out and said like 50% of destiny players uh, destiny original destiny players never actually got to do any of the strikes uh, which is no raids, no strikes, whatever they are. Raids, the yeah. Raids, yeah. Which is what we are, buddy. We're in that statistic. Yeah, I, I would have loved one. to have done them, and we never got around to them. And now, hopefully, they have eradicated that problem. Yeah, Maku. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there we are. That's loads and loads of info. Can you think of anything else before we sort of summarize what we think so far? <sighs> um. Not off the top of my head. I think we've hit all the notes there, and I've added on some shit that I can vaguely remember. Uh, launch date for the consoles is the 8th of September. It's going to be later on the PC. They haven't announced the date yet. Um, do you do you want to play the beta, bearing in mind how things went with Destiny originally? I always felt like the amount of time we put into that beta kind of... Ruined it. Damaged the the game for us a little bit. Are, are you looking to get on that? I, think I know I'd you, like you to love get the in. game. so I think I'd like to get in there and just see what the menus are like. <laughs> Which is <laughs> fucking like something that I definitely would do. Which is dumb. Uh, just, I just want to see like the look and feel of it. I don't want to do loads of content. I don't want to... Because we plowed like about six hours into like that beta maybe or alpha or whatever easily we, yeah like yeah. We, we played it a lot and enjoyed it and yeah like you said when it came down to the actual game we were like oh we've got to do this all again and we've had that fatigue before i think the division as well yeah Didn't we did we did that like twice before actually getting the game we were like right we've got to do this again and i don't, I don't know I, I i i mean i've pre-ordered it um luckily i didn't pre-order it with like the fucking <laughs> season pass. Yes, I buckled once again. Every yeah. time. Yeah, Michael. Michael. <laughs> well, um, I, I want to let you conclude because I think that you're going to be a little bit more upbeat than I am, although I'm, I, I'm not looking to bash Destiny 2 and, and I am genuinely really excited for it. Um, but... I think the thing that disappoints me is that I was really hoping and and I probably knew I probably knew better but I was really hoping that it was going to be really new like I was really I was hoping that they were going to have changed a lot of stuff and they've changed a lot of key things about the systems and they've they've optimized the game um yes. but it still looks the same and that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. I know. Because yeah, I, lo yeah, yeah. I loved Taken King. I enjoyed Destiny Base Copy because yeah. it's a great co-op game with friends and there's a whole horde of different things that you can do there and that's great. 
but I have played Destiny. I have played The Taken King, and this looks not just similar, but basically the same. It looks it's the same the same engine, the same models, the same game, the same menus, the same systems. Like, yeah, it's way better, and yeah, I'm up for playing more. But I, I naturally am not as excited as I would be if they were like, fucking, we're going to burn your eyes out with this amazing new engine, and we've got like yeah. this all this stuff, and that just isn't there. And, and then the 30 kind of... Hits that home even further. It is a big fucking like I, I. That is the worst of it for me. That yeah. is just like oh, I don't know. They they they've that was a big kick to the dick, really. I'm I mean. I'm I'm hugely excited to play this, um, and it's going to be awesome. And I do want to get on the beta. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm totally up for it. I'm all, I'm, <laughs> I'm all in. But I just I felt like I had to temper that somewhat by saying. It's a little, you know, it's a little disappointing that this isn't like a new game, really. It's like Destiny yeah, 1.5. I, I totally, yeah, I know. It's like they're on about in the in the giant bombcast today. Like, it's not Destiny 2 and it's not Destiny 1.5 because the Taken King was Destiny 1.5. <laughs> no. And then, so this is Destiny 1.75 or something? <laughs> they, yeah, no, I, I, I would disagree with that. I would say that the Taken King was Destiny 1.0. Yeah, I think I know, Destiny right? was That's Destiny 0.5. Yeah. But uh, yeah, totally. I, I I agree with them there, to be honest. But uh. and yeah, I, I, I'm I'm extremely excited about this game. But you are correct; it looks the same. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like it's a franchise game. You know, like how I like how can they differentiate it from the original so much? I know having a new engine and having it all nice and super shiny and running better would be a good start, but. I, I think they've obviously, you know, they've they've clearly heard what the fans have been craving, and they're like, we should probably fix these things. Yeah, and <laughs> and, and you look at the most successful long running franchises, and 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 things don't change that much from from year to year or from totally two not. years to year. Uh, no, the other thing that did concern me a little bit was. We've heard all these stories about the upgrade loop on that into, from a development standpoint, how difficult it is to affect computers being left on for four days while a map loads yeah, and stuff. Yeah, so apparently everything's been redone. Uh, it is now a lot more easier for them to get content <laughs> into this game. And right. they've come out and said, yes, we can get stuff out quicker, so expect a lot more content this time round. Good, that's good. Yes, okay. I know. That, that was one of the big things that I... Uh, yeah, like I was happy with them saying. I, I don't know. They could be lying out of their asses, buddy. <laughs> but fucking, at least they've acknowledged the fact that they were like, yeah, the content was a bit strapped last time. There's, this time, there's lots coming out. There's so many diehard Destiny fans. They're going to lap this up, and they, yeah, I, totally. I've no doubt they've got a hit on their hands here. They've learned so many lessons from what they've what they've been through from start to finish, um, and yeah. Roll on September, buddy, because I don't like the summer because it's too hot and I just want to play some Destiny 2. Now, the question is, is this going to be Dead Island Syndrome? Shit. Is it, does it, I suppose it does qualify in September, it's, but... It's close. Yeah, it can't. It can't it qualify. A it's, a, it's a massive, massive hyped game. It can't It can't be Dead Island. Dead Island Syndrome involves a game that a game that has comes out of nowhere and just comes up yeah. and it's like I've got to buy it because yeah. I haven't got any games. Yeah, and that <laughs> yeah, that's okay. not Destiny. Nah, true. 
Oh dear, Destiny 2, buddy. Shit, man. There we go. That's not my mouse. There'll be far more talk about Destiny 2 uh, over the upcoming fucking podcast buddies because, you know, we love that shit. That's our bag. So um, for now, I suppose we should move on from probably the longest news segment we've ever done on one topic. Totally worth it, buddy. Absolutely, I love it. And in the notes this week, <laughs> Ash wrote the, in the news column. He just wrote Destiny Two, and that's the end of the news. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't, buddy. It's number two. Number yeah, two. Uh, Vive is launching a standalone VR headset this year. Ooh. It runs off of Google's Daydream platform. Uh, no other specs yet, uh, nor info on whether it, it'll run existing Vive games. But this is a uh, a fully fully integrated all-in-one headset. It doesn't even yes. require a phone or anything. No, it's um, got it built in. No wires, no nothing. Um, uh, very interesting, very interesting. And I think that certainly wireless headsets... That needs to happen sooner rather than later because the the Vive is such a bittersweet piece of kit in that you've got like the room stuff where you can move around and then you're wired in with a fucking giant cable, which is just, you know, unavoidable at this point, but dumb. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That, that's pretty exciting, to be honest. And uh, I think it's something that VR needs, like a cheaper way to get in that's not your phone I think um, yeah. I still have contemplating buying um, Daydream because uh, obviously like my Pixel phone all I've got to do is pick up one of them headsets and off I go but um, I, I've been following it quite a bit and it's it's just not picking up the Daydream platform no it's just it's not it's not there yet um, I don't know if if it's because a lot of people just haven't got the, the phones that can run it or something but yeah, it's, it's it's not looking great for for Daydream at this moment. But you know, if 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 people are developing like like this, like standalone headsets and things for that platform, then it's only going to get bigger and bigger. So yeah, I think what we're really underlying underlining here as well is is you know Vive's commitment to to this product and to VR. Yeah. Like this is not like previous gaming fads. You've got big money companies involved here with that the have bankrolled this into the billions. But are they just chucking more money at it to try and get people on board? Are yeah, they, they just are. like, shit, quick, come on! Absolutely, but, <laughs> but you, that usually works. So Yeah, but um, I mean, just look at the Premier League. Yeah, chuck money exactly. at any team, they're going to win. Just chuck it in, buddy, don't worry about it. Fucking yeah. all about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, last week we had a story about buying a Vive on on contract so that you can get it without forking out all the money. This week we've got them releasing a new headset that is easier to use and doesn't require the fifteen hundred pound PC. Um, yeah, they're trying their damnedest, and uh, I'm sure they'll get there in the end. But um, yeah, interesting stuff. We we'll move on for now. A uh, few more bits from me, buddy. Not a massive news week this time round. Probably best with all of our Destiny 2 stuff anyway. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed until spring 2018. It was supposed to be coming out this autumn, and now it isn't. Um, boo. That is a boo. That is a boo. That's fine, though. If they're gonna, like, it's, it's always the way. Rockstar, they're going to release that release that game, and it's going to be fucking amazing. So if they need a few more months to do whatever... To make that game come out and be awesome, then 
That's fine with yeah. me. No one begrudges them that. Absolutely, no. buddy. Spot on. Uh, so we move on for now. Uh, Far Cry 5 has had a bit of a soft reveal this week. Um, I'm not going to talk about it a lot because it's pointless because uh, we're recording this podcast two days before a planned reveal event for Far Cry 5, at which point you guys will know a Far lot more Cry than we do. Far Cry 5 looks really shit, buddy. I mean, did you see those guns? <laughs> That AI is well done. So at this point, all we know really is um, what we've learned from a few teaser videos and um, some images and bits and bobs. Uh, I've seen a cover art photo of apparently the characters from the game. Um, It would appear that they're going down the same route as they did with 4 and 3 in terms of having, like you up against a right bastard like a crazy bastard Um, they had the, I can't remember the name of of either of the other characters but Bucky Magoo skinhead guy, um, the mohawk guy who kills your brother at the start of Far Cry 3 you've got um, the crazy uh, is it Pagan Min um, in his pink suit in Far Cry 4 Uh, it looks like Far Cry 5 is going to be set in present day Montana and it's going to be a bit of a um, bit of a cult story in terms of uh, religious cults and sects and stuff the, of the sort of redneck variety with your sort of Waco and your you know your spiked punch and so on. So it looks like that. It looks like Gen- it's got generally bearded men. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got the whole religious connotations. Uh, there's a cover image where they've set it up like the um, painting of the Last Supper. And they've got uh, a guy kneeling in front of them with Sinner, like, etched into his back. So, um, all really interesting, like, visual stuff, interesting themes. And that could be really cool, but from my experience since the original Far Cry game, they tend to all be the fucking same. Hunt for animals and wander wander through landscape. Um, There are biplanes, actually, in the picture as well. Um, whether that's just window dressing or that if you're going to have like a, a wider array of vehicles, I don't know. I've got to stop speculating because everyone who's listening to this who has any interest in this story probably knows the answers to all of the questions I'm asking. So let, let's move on, buddy. But just very quickly, what do you make of the idea of uh, like a modern day sort of uh, weird cult hillbilly type yarn? Does that float your boat at all, or are you I thinking... Think it could be quite interesting, but I, I feel like it's it's going to be kind of like Trevor's <laughs> GTA Five experience, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, it could well be. I don't, I don't know. Um, but probably more... Not as crazy, <laughs> in a way. Not as drug-fueled. But who knows, maybe it is. I don't know. It'd be nice if it'd be lovely if there was a bit of nuance there in terms of them properly telling a story, rather than you just gunning down a million people. Yeah, there's so much scope for a game like that to have you working sort of undercover and uh, amusingly like a ghost. Call of Duty kind of did it with the whole going into the airport and gunning people down thing, where you were doing missions for the terrorists yes, as an yes, undercover yes, yes, agent. This this sort of concept, like, there's so much potential for you to be like a henchman for a cult, but you're actually like CIA. Like, that'd be awesome. There's that'd be a great story. Um, but it'd probably just be run and gun bullshit, like all video games, buddy. So I suppose fuck it, eh? Fuck it. Fuck it. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Battlefield 1 New DLC has female soldiers. 
cool. There you go. Um, that's that's cool. Sure. Um, the first thing that sprang to mind was: Were there any female soldiers in World War One? That's what I'm googling now. <laughs> because <clears throat> I can't imagine that there were. Um, but maybe I'm completely wrong about that. Uh, I'm not saying. Apparently, women... they wanted to join up. There you go. But did they? And some did. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I got no problem with it, even if there weren't any. But uh, it was the the very first thought that went through my head when I read that was, were there any um, in real life? But yeah, okay. That sounds like there were. Um, it sounds like that's just for multiplayer anyway, though. So it's not like there's going to be any story content or anything for that, which is a bit of a shame. Mm, I don't know if they're fine with the hospitals and things like that. It seems to be talking. Yeah, about you'd expect a, lot. a load of nurses and and that yeah. sort of thing, but I wouldn't have thought there were any opportunities for women to actually go out on the front line and fight in in like nineteen fourteen mm. or whenever. But hey, why not? A couple of BHs. Yeah, sure. A couple of go badass BHs with uh, Tommy guns. You know, dummy gun. So finally, for me in the news, buddy, before we head into your section, uh, hilarious high street retail knobheads game uh, are launching an exciting new opportunity where you pay them an annual subscription of £36. Opportunity. Well done. (laughs) Opportunity, buddy. You like that? You like that, do you? What's it it called, buddy? It's called Game Elite. Oh, I want to be a Game Elite. Uh, and what, every what time get me? every time I hear it in my head when I'm reading it, I, I, I read it as Mugatu saying dairy leaked. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> game Elite. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Game is a UK retailer, the only remaining UK retailer of new video games. CEX so, is yeah. the other one that sells second-hand stuff. Yeah. Um, and they they're a bit of a laughing stock. In 2012, they nearly went under. Um, I don't know. I don't know who continues to shop in game um, on a regular basis. Wow, not on a regular basis. But I did go in this week, buddy. I go in regularly because I'm in town and I'm like, I want to look at video games. But I would never buy anything in there unless it was sub twenty quid and second hand. And yeah. I bought something in game this weekend. I got a set of Corsa in there for eighteen pounds, for example. Wow, you did. I bought a new T-shirt, buddy. Oh. Uncharted 4. Nice. T-shirt. Yeah, it's like a beigey. I'm wearing it right now. It's like a beigey kind of colour. Yeah. It's got a big fucking Nathan Drake on it, but he's a map. Wow. Like Uncharted, because he likes maps. And and his character. He's a, he's an uncharted, unhinged character, buddy. Indeed. Four ninety nine. I'm like, that'll do. That's I'll it. Have a t-shirt yeah. for four ninety nine. See, that's the sort of purchase you make in game, um, but it's certainly not going to keep them afloat. Um, they had shitloads of clothes in there. I was like, fucking. It was a toss up between <laughs> this or some massively retarded looking like varsity jacket that had like Ryu from Street Fighter on it. <laughs> I was like, tempting for ten pounds, but I, I don't know if I could pull it off. Well, they've got, so they got to sell I, I something because the they're not really yeah. selling any video games. No, I, I looked at um, some 3DS games, like pre-owned ones in there, and they've got like Lego Ninjago, um, one of the Lego Ninjago games, like which is like 15 quid online everywhere. Second-hand in-game, $27.99. That'll do, yeah. Fucking bargain. Yep. The- so what do you get with the game, game Elite? Game Elite. Game Elite. 
Team Elite, Derek. Um, game do a reward scheme where you've got a card, and every time you trade stuff in uh, or buy stuff, you get, you get a percentage points. of points back. Um, and yep. it's two percent is what you get because uh, you know they're they're givers, not not takers away. By oh uh, yeah, totally a whopping great two percent. Uh, game Elite, Game Elite. Uh, gets eight. you ten percent points back on physical oh. trade-ins rather than two. Um, yes, I think you get four percent on console trade-ins, uh, and you can also get two percent on digital trade-ins. Although I'm not quite sure how that works. Um, Weird. Doesn't really matter because it's all stupid. Um, mm. So as well as that, you get uh, member exclusive deals with Bunny Ears um, and two thousand points, which is a fiver. On your birthday, or rather in your birthday month. Five pounds. Yep. That's nice. So that's it. So your £36 a year is actually £31 a year because you're loaning them a fiver, which they'll repay you should you celebrate your birthday, which you will unless you die, Uh, at (laughs) at which point Game Elite won't really matter one way or the other. Um, So we'll... we'll (laughs) We'll generously say it's £31. So you're paying £31 to get okay. 10% points back when you trade yeah. shit in. Um, so if you, if you again, this is being generous, assume that a, 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 a new video game or a game that you want costs £30 to £40, okay? Yep. That's your base model there, £30 to £40, because you've nipped yep. in there, you've seen a game traded in, or a new 3DS title, or this, that, and the other. Oh. Um, so across the course of your day. annual subscription, you would need to buy 10 full-price games to get enough money to b- purchase that £30 to £40 game in terms of points value, right? That makes sense, yeah. Except you're paying £36 or £31 or whatever. So how many... I have to buy 20 games. To get a free one, yeah, because if you buy 10 games and get that free one, you've already paid for that free one out of the subscription, so you're breaking like even. two games a month. So basically that's, that's you need to buy... Yeah, if, if, if you're buying more than one full-price title a month from game, then it might be worth it. I guess maybe if you buy that game and then trade it in as well, like reasonably yeah. quick sharpish, yeah, then yeah. it might might work out. But and there are perks there if you do that. I mean, what there's... you could do is shop somewhere else and probably save more than forty quid in a year. I I would say that that is affirmatory, buddy. Certainly the right thing to do there. Uh, mm. Just don't go to game. Um, and obviously, every, this has been frowned upon all over the fucking UK gaming press, as you'd expect, because it's stupid and bollocks, um, and they're clutching at straws. But I did game I, elite, a game elite. I did notice um, at the bottom of video gamers article on this. Uh, they were saying, "Spare a thought for the poor person who works in game, who up until this point has been trying to sell you disc insurance for the last yeah, few years, and that. now they've got to try and flog you this fucking bollocks, as well as upselling everything else." Like, man, that sucks balls. Like, and when I was queuing up to buy my t-shirt, I was like, "Oh no, he's going to talk about Game Elite." Game Elite, but he fucking didn't. I was like, oh, thank God I got out of that one. He didn't say anything. <laughs> like, he literally just like saw me 
buying a t-shirt, I'm like, yeah, just fucking leave me alone. He knew that, like the Dread Pirate Robbers, buddy, you are not to be trifled with. That's what happened exactly. there. Yep. I'm all that is man. Gibbon, full-blown. So yeah, stupid system, don't do it. I could have just said that, but that wouldn't have been as fun. Gibbons. So that's it from me, buddy. I think it's time to hand over to you for what is my favourite section. Uh, it is Ash's News' favourite things of the week. If you like news but hate information, you have found the right place. Ash's News' favourite thing of the week. Fucking hardly anything this week, buddy, because literally all that we've talked about is stuff that was going to be in my news favourite things this week. But my, my there bad. are a couple of, couple of doozies that I've got. A couple of stupid things. Steam is a platform where games, you know, you can you can buy games. There's a game that has just launched on Steam with over 4,000 achievements. <laughs> Fill your boots. What? Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Uh, it's called Running Through Russia. There you go. Standard weird name. It's on Steam Early Access for $1 and it has over 4,000 achievements to unlock. It's an endless runner about collecting vodka and dodging bears. It sounds hugely PC. There you go. Yeah. Well. Last thing this week, buddy, for me. What console do you reckon outsold the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in April? It wasn't the Switch, was it? It wasn't the Switch. It was Nintendo, though. Oh, okay. Uh... (sighs) 2DS? It wasn't the 2DS. Uh... It was the NES Classic. Oh. The NES Classic. There you go. (laughs) Shit. Okay, yep. I didn't realise they had enough left to beat some sort of sales figure. Well, this was in April, so I think this was like the the final stock or something. Everyone but just yeah. went mental for them. Yeah, because it was like, ah, no, it's, it's never going to sell again. So everyone just fucking bought all of them. <laughs> there you go. Wow. There we are. Okay. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. Shit the bed. Yeah. Can't really get over that, but okay. <laughs> cool, buddy. Crazy, isn't it? Thank you very much for that. Uh, no it's all, problem, it's all buddy. kicking off outside my place, buddy. Can you hear the sirens? No, I can't. Oh, fuck. Probably the listeners won't oh, either. A li- little bit, yeah. Heard a little bit. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. like a party. Yeah. Someone's uh, been maimed, perhaps. I don't know. We'll see. Um, well, thank you very much for that, buddy. Uh, that was your news. That was certainly my news as well, buddy. Uh, and that was the news. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. So what we got this week, buddy, in our up, down, left, right, north, south, east, west, anti-gravity or gravity 
uh, I'm going to say like polar or whatever the opposite. Polar or opposites. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Fuck it. Sounds like Phoenix. Um, we do this every now and again where I present you with something and we try and decide whether it's a Fonz or a Phoenix after we've discussed it. So, um, I will say beforehand, I initially branded this a Fonz. It was a Fonz in my head and then I saw the list of games and I thought it might be a bit Phoenixy with the potential to be a Fonz. That's how I feel. Um, Microsoft I mean, is launching yeah. Game Pass. Which yes, we we spoke about this a while ago. It was like kind of rumored, or it was in like early early access. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Um, this is basically the EA Access model, the Netflix model of video games, but yes. uh, rather than the sort of PS Now where you're Bullshit. relying on a good internet connection to stream, um, yep. this is full downloads. You just download the games, you can play them. It's a subscription model. Um, there will be a hundred games available at the launch of the surface. The service, uh, the service is launched on the first of June worldwide. Um, the price is seven pounds ninety nine uh, in the UK, uh, nine euros ninety nine, and nine dollars ninety nine in their respective regions. Um, there's a fourteen day trial for anyone who is a gold member. Uh, and you can start that now, so you can start trying that service out uh, before it officially goes live. Um, so there you go. That's that's basically it. Uh, I had a look at the, the list of games. Uh, there's there's a worrying lack of Xbox One games, if you ask me. Out of that, um, a hundred, a lot of the Xbox One games that are on there are uh, indies and and smaller games and stuff. Yes. In terms of AAA stuff, you've got. Um, Halo 5, Gears of War, Sunset Overdrive, um, some good backwards compatibility ones like um, the Bioshock Trilogy. Uh, you've got Mad Max on there, NBA 2K16. Uh, most importantly, of course, Buddy Farming Simulator 2015. Um, Fucking sweet. Love it. There's loads of 360 games on there. There's a, a smattering of Xbox One games. Uh, and obviously, this service will... You know, it'll go from strength to strength, provided they provide the titles for it, and they've got a lot of titles available. Um, I think that they should have made maybe more 360 games available because of the lack of Xbox One. But possibly, regardless of all that, as a as a concept, just just want to gauge your opinion on it at this point, buddy. What do you think? I think the price point's fucking spot on. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'd agree. I, I, I think that's fine. Um, similar price to uh, sort of standard def Netflix, and you get a lot yep. of different games. It's, it's a happy price point um, that people seem to be willing to pay. Yeah, I think um, the rotation of software is going to be important here, isn't it? Or, or rather, the addition of software. Are they going to are they going to maintain a hundred and add and remove ones in sort of the same fashion as the way that sort of PS Plus or something like that? Or are they Possibly. going to keep expanding until suddenly, you know, in three years' time, you've got 500 games to play rather than just 100? I, I, I would hope they just expand on that initial 100. Don't see any first. reason to take any away, so... Yeah, not not for for a while anyway. Um, but yeah, the, 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 there is talk of... Um, you know, uh, 
was it newer games coming to that platform as well but nowhere no time soon kind of thing yeah it's a dream i think or a thought for them to develop it into that way because i I think that's probably where it's going to go at some point i Um, think i think they want to aim there for like exclusive games uh, I don't. I don't see why the, their exclusive games couldn't be tied to it, or like they'll have like a second tier, like another couple of quid, like a month, uh, and you'll get the the latest Microsoft games as well. Yeah, I mean like that's that kind of thing. for better or worse. That's always the way things tend to go with these subscription yeah, they, services. They, 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 will, they will develop the, the initial plan. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll develop on what it is now to bring newer content and better content, content, content uh, to the system, and then in that stage they'll be like, oh, because you've been us with us for so long, your price will stay at this price for a year, and then after that it goes up a couple of quid. Because I remember Netflix did that um, a, a while ago, and I was like, yeah, that's fine, I'm, I'm fine with that. But then. It's like the case of, like, if you want to stream in 4K, you need to chuck us another couple of quid a month. And it's like, yeah, okay, if if I had a 4K TV, I might do that. But I don't, so I don't see the purpose in that. But then bringing it back to, like, this concept with games, if it was like, yeah, chuck us a couple of quid and you get, like, the latest games from us or whatever, then I'll be, yeah, fuck it, I'm all in. I, I'll, give, I'll give you all the money. <laughs> And and if things changed completely and in five years' time we were talking about no longer paying for individual titles but paying a yeah. subscription for everything, would would you be happy with that? Or is that a bridge too far? I mean, thinking about how we kind of do it now, uh, the, the way that um, we kind of spread the cost of games at the moment is just like topping up our PSM while it's like £20, £30 a month each and then from there then we'll we will delegate where that money goes um so yeah i mean in a way i'm kind of already doing that i set aside a set amount each month to put aside for gaming so if if this kind of just takes the form of of that instead of me doing it myself then i'm i'm fine with that yeah i think as long as i'm getting the games i want to play I couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll pay £20, £30 a month. Makes sense, yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, ironically, where where this is heading is PS Now. Um, It just, you know, with with the whole, you know, as the internet gets better and as everyone's infrastructures improve, um, I think it'll be be a streaming service. Um, Yeah, I think think you're right. The streaming service probably will come into into it at some point, but I I think that's going to be like 10 years away. Yeah, and and Microsoft have been very savvy in in not trying to play that game at all. Yeah, exactly. The the fact that you can download every single one of these games, like 100 games if you had the space, and you can just play them. Yeah. Like no bov. No, it does. Yeah. Does sound appetizing. I mean, you chuck you chuck that and EA access together to the tune of yeah. what twelve quid a month, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And and about. you've got an absolute vast array of titles that you can play. Now the thing is, like, <clears throat> there are a lot of games here, which is good. And the beauty of it is because we've been on PlayStation, a lot of these games we've never played, so it does look very tempting. 
But I feel like maybe if this service came out on PlayStation and it had like uh, the majority of like the, the PS4 games in there were games that we already own, I'd be like, well, I don't, I don't need that kind of thing. So it's a bit rose-tinted spectacles because, you know, it's out of our grasp yeah, kind of thing. I can see that. You're absolutely right. You know, stuff like Halo and Gears. Um, yeah. We totally. haven't had the chance to play that. Um, so, yeah, I totally see where you're coming from there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with PS Plus, whether they continue with uh, PS Now, sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether they, at some point they're going to have to bring PS4 games to that, surely. I think so. I think they have to. Uh, they, they're going to have to try and compete with this. Yeah. So um, that'll be interesting to see, and maybe it'll spark them into life, or maybe they'll just no, never yeah. mention PS Now ever again. Maybe I mean uh, it's Sony, mate. Like uh, I don't want to pick sides because what's the fucking point? Because they're super cunty companies. But you know, I'm 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 feeling Microsoft have got their head kind of strapped on for the future at the moment. It's looking like they're the better. Whatever with the backwards the compatibility and the better yeah. console coming out. Yeah. If if, yeah. if money is no object, you go out and you buy a 4K telly and you pre-order a fucking Scorpio. Absolutely, you do. Yeah, I feel I feel like Sony might have spent too much time like developing VR and also like getting the PS4 Pro out, kind of thing. Yeah. To, I don't know. I don't know what their next step is because. Um, I guess both of those have kind of failed. I don't know. I don't know if they have or not, though. I it's hard like to tell at this point, isn't it? Certainly, the, 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 two weeks to the three. About it, two so, weeks. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I, I, th- I think this is going to be a really interesting E3 for those two companies coming out and seeing what they put up against each other, really. Totally, man, because, you know, Microsoft have been gathering momentum recently, but even last yeah. E3, I, I thought. Uh, Sony pulled it out of the bag. They had some really good content there. Yeah, um, totally. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. So yeah, provisional funds. I think anyway for this. This I, no, yeah, I, I think this is definitely a funds, especially that price point. I think that is the fucking sweet spot. They've they haven't overpriced it. You know, they could easily have gone nine pound ninety nine there. You know, yeah, exactly. But I'm surprised they didn't. They, they haven't. Yeah, yeah. They are funds, provisional funds, and I'm sure we'll re- revisit that in the future. Hmm, Gibbons. And now it's time for Out This Week. And that's Out This Week. (laughs) Sure is, buddy. Um, We've got Games for Gold here. We haven't got the PS Plus titles. Um, They are coming out next week, and normally that information is announced by now. But uh, I I suspect we'll get fucked over, and that'll be announced tomorrow. So, Yay, um, PlayStation Plus games. Predictions, buddy. Knack. Knack, yeah. Gotta be Knack. Yeah. Um, and... Just Knack. Just Knack. I'm going for... Um, I was going to say Minecraft Story Mode, but that's in the sale at the moment, so that won't be it. Going for Handball. <laughs> and... Yeah, Knack. <laughs> Definitely knack this week, this month, buddy. Gotta be. Has Black Flag been in there? No, but that's in the sale this week as well, so that won't be in there. Uh, well, we'll see on that one anyway. But uh, Fucking terrible sale once again. 
this this week. Not the best. Like, <laughs> like they seem to just be chucking the same games in there constantly. Like Dragon Age is back in there, more expensive this time than the last one. One thing is in there, buddy, that I thought we might might fancy, and that's uh, NHL seventeen. How much? Nine pounds. Oh, okay, yeah, do it. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> NHL 17, buddy. Woo! Mel, get in touch. Give us some pointers. Yeah, tell us how to play ice hockey. Yeah, we'd love that. Um, it's with your feet. And yeah. Stick. Stick and stick and feet. Feet stick. Feet stick. Mm. Uh, Xbox games for gold, buddy. Uh, <laughs> we have, on the Xbox One, we have Speed Runners um, and Watch Dogs. Wow, okay. Yeah. See, what, I mean, I'd be all right with that, to be honest. Watch Dogs is the sort of <laughs> title that, even though you can go and pick that thing up on disc for a tenner, yeah. is a statement because it was a AAA a few years ago. Um, that's, you know, that's the that's always been the argument. Do you want an interesting indie platformer, or do you want a game that is distinctly average, but average has AAA. a bit of a title to it, a bit of a tag to it? <laughs> Tricky one. Um, so yeah, speedrunners. I think runners, I'd go AAA every time. Fuck it. I think so. I think I'd, I'd fire up Watch Dogs and play it for a bit. I don't know. Yeah, of course you would. I'd like. I'd still remember that first mission being like, "Oh wow, this is really interesting," and then getting out into the open world and being like, "This is a pile of wank." Yeah, that will happen. <laughs> uh, so the 360 games are Assassin's Creed Three and Dragon Age Origins, and of course those are. Backwards compatible as well, so uh, Xbox One gamers can play all four. Yeah, Xbox One. It's nay bad, Ooh. nay bad. Decent month for them, uh, and we, yeah, we we won't bother reporting on uh, the PS Plus titles because the next podcast we do, they'll be coming out the next day and three days before we post the podcast. Handball, um, handball, and knack. Um, uh, also out this week we have the Don't Starve Mega Pack on PS4 and Xbox One that includes Don't Starve Together and um, does it include the uh, uh, Tropical Paradise DLC thing has that hit consoles yet I'm not sure um, either way uh, that's okay. there's some sort of um, DLC kind of thing like there's an island thingy DLC. of monsters or whatever yeah it is. yeah monsters um, and I don't know if that's Venus. included in this, but certainly some of the DLC is, and Don't Starve Together, I think, is in there as well. So that's the that's the Don't Starve Mega Pack. It's a great game that I think everyone's probably already played by now. Uh, we have Star Trek Bridge Crew out this week. Uh, that is a VR game. It's out on all three platforms, uh, PlayStation, Rift, and Vive. Uh, I've seen a lot of video footage of this because I had a sort of morbid curiosity. So I watched the Yogs playing it and a few other guys, different YouTubers. Um, and it looks like quite a lot of fun to me. Um, it doesn't necessarily look like a great game, but the concept of you and four friends sitting on the bridge <laughs> of the Enterprise controlling individual systems as you're hailed by a Klingon vessel or whatever, like, that's... That's pretty cool. Like when you would, when you were sort of twelve, if someone had said that you could do that in your like from your couch, then you probably would have had an aneurysm. And that's that's like, worth noting. Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. Geek. Geek. <laughs> anyway, um, 
yeah, that's a genuinely interesting title coming to VR, and you can't say that very often, so worth mentioning. Um, no, they're the type of games that could be a lot of fun in VR. Yeah. Instead of, like, a fucking another shooting gallery or stupid teleporting over here to there kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe that's the answer. Maybe the answer is you're never going to be able to simulate people walking around in a huge open world. So maybe you mm. don't make games that are, are tra- traditional console titles with a controller in mind. Maybe you have to br- branch out, and and this is a perfect example of that. So well, we had uh, we had a big old debate um, at work about um augmented reality and virtual reality and which one's going to be you know well which one's going to win really in a in a way like I, I don't see it as, as a competition between the two but you know it, it seemed like augmented reality seemed like there was more uses for that than virtual reality well because like, because it, of all the non gaming connotations that Yeah that exactly yeah so maybe that'll have more funding and there'll be more games and stuff in AR instead of VR, but I, I still think VR needs to have a big, big hold of something for the future because just fucking being able to be anywhere else but in my life sounds fucking mint. <laughs> yeah, me too, buddy. <laughs> fucking get the fuck out of here as Red exactly. Pete, as mine say. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um I think I'm holding out hope with the modest scene with stuff like Half-Life yes. and also yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact totally. that Valve are, are currently in the process of building games from the That's ground That's the up. thing. They're, like, I, they're always... Valve are like those fuckers that manage to just totally change the game. Uh, they have done in the past several times. And yeah, I, I am looking at them to do something with VR that is outstanding, to be honest. I know, like, I fucking gave Valve a massive kick in last week. I was like, yeah, they're a bunch of cunts. Yeah, but their pedigree for game design is second to none. Yeah, exactly. When they they do it, they do it so well. Yeah. And obviously, it's in their best interests for VR to succeed. So, uh, indeed. We hold out. Gabe, you're our last, you're our only hope. There we go. Um, (laughs) Just sitting on his money. Just like, "Mm, all right then. Scrooge McDucking it. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, and finally out this week, we have Tekken 7, buddy, on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Cool. That really has crept up with very little fanfare. I, uh, Is that... Fighting a- games? Beat-em-ups? I know, what is but... this? I, I, I was never into Tekken. Tekken, I, I was like, fuck off Tekken. Uh, yeah, I always hated it. I played was lots Tekken of Tekken. the one with like that wolf guy in it? I can't remember. Cage or some cunt. I don't know. <sighs> Bad. It's fucking Street Fighter, mate. That's all I need. Just fuck off everyone else. Yeah. I've been. I struggle to keep track. Really. I mean, I thought Tekken Seven was already out. I guess. It, I, don't know. I guess it was. Is this a remaster? Uh, there is King. Was that his name? Yeah, the fucking. Well, I didn't. I did not understand that. Who? Why? Why was he like a leper? Not a leper. A leopard or part part wolf man? Something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there we go. And no, that... it 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 was. It's out in the arcade. It's been out in the arcade since 2015 in Japan. But uh, of course, it has. this will be the first home release. 
Looks really nice, but fucking who cares? <laughs> there we go. Tekken, mate. No. Tekken. Well, there we are, buddy. That's uh, that's out this week. That's out this week. Yes. Ugh. And now it's time for Fuck Quick Corner. Back with Kurna with Funk. Back with Kurna with Funk. He's getting some questions. Funk. Funk. Ah. Uh, he, uh, he got some questions, buddy. Got some bits and bobs from Funk this week, buddy. I'll, uh, they are as follows. Funk says, uh, Some light gun games that would be in my top five. Uh, Magnum Force. This was a Clint Eastwood movie they made into a game. Sideways scrolling. Always played it in the arcade. Do you ever play Magnum Force, buddy? I did not. I am Googling furiously right now for images. Ooh. I found a picture. I've got an image in my head of this. I believe I did see it in the arcades. Okay. Um, Elaborate. I'm just checking a picture. If you can. There's a pinball... Oh my god, is that it? No, that's, that's just called Magnum. What is Magnum? I found an old guy playing it. Oh, no, that's Maximum Force. Uh, Magnum Force, Clint Eastwood movie from 1973. Maximum Force? I'm, I'm finding a lot of Maximum Force, buddy, but no Magnum Force. Unless I'm a retard and spell it wrong. No. Well, either way. Not this time. Uh, Funk says the other one, the other one was a quick draw cowboy game with live action type thing. I know exactly what he means here. This is one of those uh, pixelated VHS games. uh, Love it. Love it. (laughs) Basically a video that you shot at. It was awesome. Uh, It was maybe called Quick Draw McGee or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Trick, dr- quick draw McGraw? No, that's the fucking cartoon guy, isn't it? The horse or whatever it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Mad Dog McCree. Mad Dog McCree? That sounds good. Is that right? I don't know. I, I think it is. Oh my god, have you found it? Okay, Mad Dog yeah, that's the one. That's the one, I think. Oh, let's have a look at this bad boy. Come on, then. Oh, man. I played this. I did play this. I've just found a picture of uh, some fat fuck like dressed as a cowboy with a white beard. And yes, <laughs> no, I, I remember playing this at like Butlins or somewhere in the 90s. Yeah. 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 That looks beautiful. Ridiculous. <laughs> Why don't they make shitty games like this anymore? It'd be so good to make that. I know, right? Uh, the other one that Funk talks about, he said, uh, "While you're on the while you're talking arcade, I always loved hard driving." Um, 
again, I didn't play that one, uh, but that's an 80s Atari game. Um, it just looks so terrible. Uh, I, oh my god, that looks amazing! Like, it's fucking like you're sat in like the front end of a car or something. That looks retarded. Yeah, it's got the um, it's got the whole front half of yeah. a car. <laughs> done in like plastic uh the idea is uh, that the graphics sort of, are amazing as well yeah i mean to be honest like that can make and break those games i think we talked about those skiing games a little while ago where you're actually on skis yeah and, and skis, even yeah. if the game wasn't that great provided the mechanics sort of vaguely worked the novelty of being in one of these like novelty yeah, well, yeah, on that, like yeah yeah exactly that's the whole point of it isn't yeah it? It's fucking that's mint. an arcade and um uh, and and pj mentioned some arcade stuff later so we'll come back to this but um i do think that at this point in time with the sort of technology you can have in your house um gimmicks are more important than ever when it comes to arcades but um definitely still going strong in japan uh we'll we'll revisit this topic later but yeah cheers for that funk um Fucking like so. Uh, this, uh, what is it? This it's it's kind of got like three D elements, kind of like um, I'm trying to think of the N sixty four game. I think it's like Stunt Race FX or something like that. Yeah, it's it, it's look, it's looking pretty decent for like an eighties game. Yeah, it was 88, 88 Atari game, so um, properly old. Um, yeah, man, don't look too bad. Looks a little bit like fucking um, sweet. I played. The, I had. I think I had the original test drive on the Amiga twelve hundred. Yeah. It looks a little bit like that. Yeah, man, looks good. Sweet as the punch. Uh, so Funk's got this for us as well, buddy. He said, uh, "I got to one of the bosses on Doom that you kill, and then he comes back in hell two seconds later. I found it really tough, maybe because I was a bit drunk and tired, but it reminded me of how much I've always hated boss battles. There, I said it." <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about boss battles, go and play Bloodborne, buddy. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, That's fun. That boss, I found that incredibly annoying as well. Um, but something very weird happened to me when I played that. Um, my third attempt at it, uh, I was going to turn it off because I was getting annoyed, and then I was like, no, no, I need to get through this, otherwise I might not load it up again because that's what happens with video games, buddy. You know the score. Um, and the third time that I took on the boss when he was two of them, one of them just died on the, on its own, and the other one took like <laughs> the other one took like four kills. It kind of felt like it was rubber banding me or something. Like it had given yeah, me yeah, the blue so shell because I was such a fuckwit. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened there. But um, but yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a piss take moment and a bit of a video gamey moment. And they kind of yeah. meant to do that, but at the time, yeah, really hard and really annoying. <sighs> do you like Not boss good. battles? I, I I to be honest. I still quite like boss battles, if I'm honest. Yeah, I like a good challenge, um, like in linear games. Like, I don't know. Um, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. It depends what kind of thing it is. Like, I do like the classic, like, do, like, you got to dodge his attacks and then, like, he'll open up, like, some kind of flashy part. Yeah. And then you have to shoot the fuck Destiny out of it. Kind of like and Horizon um, do that very, very yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say Horizon are like, yeah, I, I, I think they're, they're, they are fun uh, and challenging as well sometimes. Like, if they're done right, sometimes they can be an absolute fucking nightmare, though. I think the most elegant yeah. boss battle ever is in Super Mario World. Um, no, no, probably probably actually in, in, in Mario on the NES, where you've just got to jump over and grab the axe. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's all about timing. It's and just, stuff like it, that, yeah, yeah. It's not like a, a it's not like a, a grind, you know. No, yeah, um, yeah. You're not like fucking going on forever. But yeah, with um, Super Mario World, like you say, they're they're not grindy. They're like you have to do like you you have to do it three times or something. Yeah, and then it's done. Yeah, I mean like, to yeah, be honest, which isn't too bad. My love of boss battles stems from Sonic. You you play two two levels or three levels, depending on whether you're in the first game or the second, uh, and then you get a boss battle. And uh, I always really enjoyed that. But certainly, um, as games progressed, like I mean, uh, Deus Ex had terrible boss battles. Deus Ex: Human Revolution, um, yeah, and that was shit. And th- there is a bit of that. But <laughs> I've always really liked boss battles, but they can just be half-baked and half-assed and sometimes they don't fit the context of games either so yeah i can see where he's coming from but i think i'd miss them just just from the sort of retro-esque sort of point of view yeah i I think you're right there that's yeah definitely so thanks very much for that funk Every week, we end the show with questions and comments sent in by you. If you've got anything for us, just pop an email to the jfgpodcast.gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or at justforgamers.co.uk. And now it's time for JFG Street Beat. You got a question we want to know. Facebook, Twitter, we're on a mall, so hit us up and be on the show. Street Beat. We wanna know. Get on the show. Uh... Firstly, PJ's got on the show, buddy. Um, And he says, I remember Point Blank. (laughs) (laughs) I remember. PJ remembers Point Blank. Um... Loads of mini games like shooting ducks at a fairground and stuff. It was a good one. Um, also, a House of the Dead game with shotties. Yeah, that you could get a shotgun in House of the Dead too, and it didn't matter that your light gun was still a pistol-shaped thing. Like it was satisfying that shotty. Um, I've always really liked those rail shooters where you can shoot at a visual representation of a gun on the screen. Or like a different type of bullets on the screen, and yeah. and you, <laughs> and then you immediately have that. Like it's like a power up in like a side-scrolling shooter or whatever. But yeah, you just like you, you aim and you've got to like shoot some shit. It's best when it's like a like a moving target or something. And the reward yeah. is it, it is. It's all like um, fairground games with the little rifle, isn't it? Like, but yeah, but getting rewarded for it. It's um, it, they they must have done something for like the Wii or something because there was loads of little games like that, um, like carnival games and um, I'm trying to think of it had a it had a horror rails shooter on there because it the, there was an arcade machine of it at one of the pubs in Bath when I was at uni. Okay, yeah, um, it, it might have been House of the Dead. Um, I think it was Resident Evil Umbrella that I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. But there was House of the Dead on the Wii, and um, I think it had a Dead Space game on there as well that was a rails shooter. 
like the Wii was just crazy for shit like that. Yeah, it was mental I stuff. Because it. it was it was a like bespoke, weird, underpowered console, but they yeah. sold 120 million of the fucking things. So exactly. all the AAA just game developers had, like, were like, we have to make games for this. And stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That thing's mental. You have to wonder sometimes whether the greatest innovation comes from a lack of power rather than too much, where they have to well, there is be that, clever and yeah, just well, yeah, the switch in it. Yeah, exactly. Console you gotta, can plug into your TV. Gotta work shit out rather than having like Mollusk World. Yeah, mm. Nintendo can do whatever the fuck they want anyway. It don't matter. Absolutely, buddy. Um, <laughs> PJ says uh, arcades were the best for those types of experiences. That kind of echoes the whole peripheral thing we were talking about. Uh, totally. Driving games were also good at the arcades because of forced feedback. Though I'm not yeah. sure I'd bother with them now that you can have that full experience at home. Um, yeah. He also said, how much is a game in the arcade now? I haven't been to one in about 10 years. Um, PJ... No, I mean, a quid a go or something. Starting price is a pound. Yeah. You won't get much for that. Um, I remember when it was like 10p. <laughs> yeah. In like 1990. But um, but yeah. That, that makes sense if it was 10p. You'd play loads if it was 10p. Yeah. But if it's a pound, you're like, fuck off. It's cool. That's a pound. Yeah, but how much is Crazy. a pound now? Like... Pound? What can you get for a pound? Loads. I... What can you get for a pound? Pound shops. <laughs> Loads of stuff in there. Anything you want in that shop. I guess pound. so. I, I did find myself standing in front of that Mario Kart machine in um, at Alton Towers and thinking, fucking a pound? Fuck off. And then thinking, exactly. and then thinking actually, is that a lot? In 2017, yes. is a pound a lot? Of course it is. A Mars bar's like... 90p overpriced now. as well it's fucking stupid why would you buy another everything can't be overpriced it. it's, it's well just expensive. inflation in it i don't know nah games aren't overpriced they're only 40 quid i think they're Fine. the exception that proves the rule they, they haven't moved for some reason they've gone down in price yeah. since i was a kid <laughs> fucking they used to be like 80 90 quid they're stupid money givers fucking nba jam 80 quid you're taking the piss <laughs> As I said, as I said uh, before, when we were talking talking about Funk's comments, um, I agree with PJ. Like for the most part, you wouldn't probably sort of revel in the opportunity to play uh, many arcade games now. But I think that the joy of the arcades now is is those bespoke experiences where you can play arcade racers sitting in a cockpit where you wouldn't normally be able to do that. And so you, the graphics aren't even important anymore in the arcades, like. You've got great graphics at home. You can get the best graphics on yeah. your PC. It's no longer the case where the arcade machines are two years ahead in terms of like processing power. So now it comes down to, has it got a weird gun? Is it a strange-looking game? Is it something I can't yeah. play anywhere else? Is it is it is it Sega Rally from the 90s? Because I will put a pound into that <laughs> fucking thing. Is it you know? Daytona USA? Is it that Manx TT game that Sega made in like 1994? Like, <laughs> either way, yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's still the odd exception, but for the most part, it's kind of dead, especially over here. I don't know what the prices are like in Japan. It'd be interesting to know how arcade prices have gone up in Japan, because I know it's still like a massive deal over there. Um, and I know that their culture is very different to ours. But, yeah, totally. But has... Uh, has it gone up as much in price? Is it like the equivalent of a quid over there as well? Or have they kind of held back on the pricing? Who knows? Um, could probably easily find out. Maybe I'll have a look at that later, buddy. Maybe. 
So yeah, uh, thanks very much for that, PJ. Um, let's uh, let's round this off, shall we, buddy? We've got a couple of bits. Um, okay, <laughs> sorry. I was just reading something in the notes there that took me by surprise. Yep. Do you want to do that one now or save it to the end? Uh, I think we should end on that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so next, uh, the... Uh, Obviously, we're in in some sort of community watch at this point, buddy. Community watch. Community watch. Community watch. Uh, and so, allow me to introduce once again the art of Mel Gibson's soul. No uh, theme tune pending. Theme tune pending. We'll get there. Um, this week, an exquisite image of a gentleman with a rifle observing a parachuter or parachutist or parachuteman with his multicoloured shoot and leg smoker, considering whether he deserves to live or die. Interpreting it as best I can, it seems to be a commentary on the fragility of life. One minute, you're soaring through the air like a magnificent eagle. The next, you could be plummeting to the end of your life because of some fucker with an AK. I mean, the use of lighting there is just amazing with like the silhouette of the AK man. It looks beautiful. It's a, it's a lovely picture and he's done it's done really well. You can see what he's going you, for there. Like the the thing that worries me the most is all the smoke coming out of that guy's ass. He's got a smoky ass <laughs> coming out of the parachute's ass. You can just see like I, I I guess that's where it's coming from. Yep. Don't know. It's hard to tell, but um someone should tell him when he gets on the ground that he should invest. He's in trouble. He should investigate his anus. <laughs> yeah, he needs to plug that. Very important. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It says a lot about his mood. This it week, does. It obviously. does. It, well, it speaks louder than words. I'd say. Mm. What game is that? Do you reckon GTA Five? I couldn't really tell. Actually, I think I'm only guessing GTA Five because of the rainbow-colored parachute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, is it GTA Five? I think it probably is. It looks a bit. It had at first. I thought maybe just cause, um, mm, possibly. But no, I think it is GTA Five. Mm, nice. So thanks for that, Mel. Uh, we look forward to more of your art. I love it. So let's round things off here, buddy. You've pasted this in. Can you shed some light? Yeah. So uh, we've had some uh, had some chat on the live stream right now on uh, on YouTube this week. From uh, Robert Lawton. I had to stop myself from pissing myself uh, earlier because, you know, this is a fan favourite of uh, PJ and Funkin. To ask, Rocks, what's up with my fucking face? <laughs> is this and, just coincidence uh, that this has been asked? Th- yeah, this is just... Uh, so, yeah, Robert Lawton in the YouTube chat. Unless, like, Funk and PJ have uh, created, like, an alias... And logged in and sent this message. Well, I thought it might be he's... Bob. Uh, it could be. I don't know. I, I, don't I don't know Bob's surname, so it remains a mystery. Oh, there we go. Oh, it could be. Yeah, but he says uh, the fuck's wrong with y'all's faces. So I don't know if you were a listener from the very beginning, but uh, if you were, then you'd know that that was the only question we received for the first ten to fifteen episodes because uh, no one was fucking listening. 
That's true, buddy, and what a great question it was. And yeah, keep is them coming. still to this day. Yeah, uh, keep them coming. Uh, that sort of caliber, uh, ideally. So thanks for that. So I think that'll about do us, buddy, for episode 112 of the JFG podcast. And my only question, other than what have you been drinking this evening, because I've been on the rosé and I'm feeling a oh, bit tipsy because of it. Rooty. Uh, like Want to answer it. that one? What, nice. what have you been drinking? Been on my American favourite, or my favourite American IPA that's not American. Uh, that's the Land of Liberty, American-style IPA, which is uh, found at Audi, buddy. It only comes Oof. in 330 bottles. It's like about 90p. See, we're talking about a pound. You know, you could get a bottle of this for less than a pound. I would much prefer that than a go on Mario Kart. I would agree with that. <laughs> Speaking from sense. experience. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I suppose the only other question, what are we going to play now? Or what are we going to buy now, I guess? <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to have to go buy NHL. But that's that's not going to be downloaded anytime soon. Uh, over, overnight, uh, I think, that one. But, um, I don't know how big that'll be. Gwent beta's out. It's open beta time, buddy. Maybe we could get get into that. Who knows? Place, that place can't that. be big. Oh, I don't know. I've already got it installed, so I'm fine. Um, oh, okay. Well, I'll set that going as the uh, as this is bouncing down. Cool. Well, we'll have a ganders at that then. Maybe I think that'd be pretty cool. <sighs> I fucking love it, mate. I love it. Oh, Gwent. been lovely Gwent and cool game. this evening. Leaving the window open was an excellent choice. I'd yeah. say. I enjoyed um, the sirens. Apologies for the sirens, people walking past, dogs barking, that sort of thing. But, you know, I'm sitting here, cooled uh, in my pants. Um, nice. I like it. And that's really all you can ask for these days, buddy. So, <sighs> What more do you want? Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're going to fuck off then, I think. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk, uh, forward slash the JFG podcast. Uh, our Twitter handle is at the JFG podcast. Uh, we are on SoundCloud if you want to listen to an episode from 24 weeks ago. Um, we're also <laughs> on, uh, beam.pro, of course, uh, where JJ is our moderator. Uh, we're on, um, twitch.tv. Uh, where JJ isn't our moderator, you can join our PlayStation Four communities, buddy. If you've got uh, if you've got that console, then uh, come get stuck in, come and enjoy firsthand the art of Mel Gibson's soul, oh, uh, as well as various beautiful. pictures of horses, um, lovely bit of heroin, bit of heroin um, in there as well. There's yeah. all sorts going on right now, and a lot of it's thanks to the community app that lets you take photos and then. Uh, just chuck them straight up there, which has made <laughs> yeah. things a little bit easier. Definitely, yes. um, it's beautiful. It's sweet. It's beautiful, bish. Um, so yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're all about the place. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, your, your podcast apps, and so on. And we are also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Thanks so much for listening, buddies. We will catch you next week. We'll have some more news on Destiny, probably some more news on Far Cry, and so on and so forth. Until then. Uh, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. That's not my mouse. That's not my mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. To find out more, head to www.justforgamers.co.uk, 
Facebook forward slash the JFG podcast or Twitter where we are at the JFG podcast. Episodes go live every Sunday and if you could pop onto iTunes and write us a quick review, we would love every inch of you, even if you got old and fat. Thanks so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Yeah.